Yo, by by the way, when I I I I made I made a mistake. This is like so fucking stupid. I I went on a whole tirade about it, but. What's it called when when I listen, when I listen to the Sami Zayn segment, right? When I listen to the Sami Zayn segment, I didn't notice that he came out with a sign, right? I just I just noticed that it's a promos. So when when I was like kind of reading some of like you know the uh, you know sometimes I go on phone with Mania and I kind of uh, uh, read um, some of like the specific like things that they kind of mention in the in the details. He goes for some reason. Sammy, I thought the guy said for some reason Sammy Zayn came out with a, had a sign that said "Who made Steve Gutenberg a star?" Apparently, the guy who's writing the four hundred one Mania fucking article, he put uh, for some reason Sammy, quote unquote, his middle name, who made Steve Gutenberg a star, Zayn. So. There was no fucking sign, and I feel fucking stupid. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like you know, what I mean, that's one of those things. Like, again, I was gonna go and look for it and put it in the, in the in the profile picture for this fucking episode, but apparently that wasn't even. The, I I I because again, I didn't see it. So when when I read the fucking when I read the report, just to notice specifics that I kind of miss out on because sometimes when I'm watching SmackDown, what happens is. I'm I'm in and out of the room sometimes. I'm going to go get my dinner. I'm going to go get a drink. I kind of miss things, whatever. So I was like, yo, did Sami Zayn actually can I go? I couldn't remember that Sami Zayn actually came out with an actual fucking sign. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I go, I don't remember that he came with the sign. So then somebody, and I, I saw another person fucking, uh, at least make a comment, like, when I read the comments on there, somebody fucking mentioned, like, the Steve Gutenberg line in the comment section. So then I was like, oh, so I guess he, he did come out with one. So I was going to go watch it again to make sure, because I, I go, okay, well, I guess he mentioned it. No, no he, he, he didn't even, he didn't have a sign. He, you know what I mean? And I, I, I was, I was actually right in my own fucked up head where I'm like, like, I could have sworn he did not fucking have a sign on him, but these guys are recapping the fucking thing. So I so said I go and look at the fucking report to fucking kind of like get like certain specifics that I may have missed when I'm in and out of the fucking room and all that. Yet, dude, he, he didn't come out with a fucking sign. I should put this in the beginning of the fucking episode. I should put it in the beginning of the fucking episode. Just to, yeah, you know what I mean? This is going to be in the beginning of the fucking episode where I, I, I mistakenly fucking, you know, I mistakenly misread something on the, uh, on the internet. Who would have, who would have thunk it? Hansi misinterpreted something on the, on the internet as per usual. But I, I thought, okay, well, if these guys are reporting on that, then that's some like next level, like Simpsons conspiracy shit. But apparently, no, Sami Zayn did not have the Steve Gutenberg thing. I was even going to put the Stonecutters theme in the end of this fucking episode. Just to like, you know, tie it all in. But now I feel like a fucking idiot. And I, I shouldn't be reviewing anything ever again. So now I, I kind of, when I'm in and out of, 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 the, of the room, I kind of like, you know, kind of go off by what, what I saw. But then sometimes I have to go read a TV report to kind of like, to like make sure I, I you know, I, I, may, I may not have missed something. But I could have sworn the guy said that Sami Zayn came out with a fucking Steve Gutenberg sign. You know what I mean? I thought that was kind of random. And I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. But, 
Yeah, so this is this is a warning that I'm going to put this in the beginning of the episode just to let you know, not that anyone fucking cares. Who's listening to me anyways? I'm going to put this up uh, in the beginning because then, so then when you hear it, then, but it, it's going to be a lot, it's going to be funny when I kind of be talking about this, like this is some amazing thing that Sami Zayn done. Now, now I feel like a fucking idiot because again, I was going to go use it. And the only reason why, I, I only reason why I, I noticed because I was going to go use it as a profile picture for like the for the internet but uh no it it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't that I, I was reading I was reading it wrong this is what happened when you this is what happens when you don't go to sleep and you're like you know not work you know what I mean and you're kind of just going off by whatever you think is read I mean I, I don't even think I was I was reading English you know what I mean maybe I wasn't even on the wrestling site even I I, I don't even fucking know really anyways I thought I'd just give you this warning before the podcast starts so uh uh yeah, peace out. I mean, I mean, listen. It, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a handsy podcast if I didn't fuck fuck up. But I mean, th- I mean, it's actually pretty fucking funny. I'm gonna go laugh. I'm gonna go laugh about it in the bathroom while I take a piss and then cry myself to sleep of how stupid I am. Anyways, take it easy and enjoy the episode. Okay, peace. just wanted to start out the podcast um it's february 20th uh 8:28 a.m. right now um i again i, I was just I, I i i thought maybe i should wait till later on but i was like maybe i should record a portion of it right now just to get it out of my head otherwise it's going to build more and more right so um Again, I don't know, again, because, you know, we're going in some scary-ass times, whatever, I feel. I feel like it's just getting worse, and it's becoming transparent, and, uh, you know, it's been rather fucking a little bit more peaceful for me a a bit, but, of course, that can never, you know, be the final thing, because there's always going to be people that are fucking fucking with your head all the time. And I don't know where it's going, I don't know what they're trying to do, but whenever I get, like, notified that there's a new post on, you know, the subreddit dedicated to me. And again, like, it's, it just could be just be fucking with my mind, but when they put, oh, if Shuli needs money, why does he just sell the handsy sex tape that's been, like, you know, uh, you know, been a, a, a hot seller? First of all, I thought I was irrelevant and, you know, a nobody, but, but, but blatantly, you know, admitting that, like, there could be, like, you know, I was recorded, and that people have been watching it, and again, I don't know if it's true or not, then they, they put a picture of somebody else, I, 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 for, 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 it could have been, I thought it was me, but it's someone else, obviously, I mean, the, the picture they put of the fucking guy with the micro dick, you know, had a bigger dick than I did, than I do, so, I mean, I mean, listen, thank, thank for the compliment, but then, you know, and then I, I kind of, you know, added it to the fucking thread that I have of the targeted harassment. And then one of my trolls, of course, you know, uh, tagged Shuli in it. He didn't say anything. I mean, he blocked me already, so you know what I mean? So part of me wonders if, like, like trolls are just trying to start some fucking rumor. Uh, or, like, not start a rumor, but start some shit to get me more pissed off at Shuli. 
is Shuli putting them up to it? Because, again, like, you know, Shuli is doing his own podcast. And, you know, people might look at him like, you know, he's like, a, like you know, oh, look, he, he, he's not doing much anymore. He's off the Stern show. But to me, I, I think a lot of guys, I think that's, like, supposed to be the... Um, that's supposed to be the on-surface kayfabe uh, uh, reason, uh, that you know, just to make it look like he's less threatening. But, I mean, Shuli, to me, is just as dangerous as, as Howard is. And then him being on his own and him needing content, I mean, I could see him trying to, like, lure me in to a feud. And the thing is, again, when you lure me in, you know, he he has enough resources where he has... He can contact, like, he can get a lot of the fucking trolls that have been fucking with me or people in general who have been fucking with me to really come fuck with me. So, I again, I don't know if that's what's happening. Because, again, I'm not really interested in, in talking to Shuli, especially with with all the lies that he did and, you know, and, and, try, and trying to fucking use my name to, like, better him, better his, better his name with, you know, covering the fucking whole Vancouver thing and all that type of stuff. So, again, I don't know where it's going. And, again, you know, maybe it's going nowhere. Maybe it's just, like, a little putting more paranoia and keeping uh, an already paranoid person who can barely put his word together in a state of panic. So I'll keep talking about it, obviously. And the guy who posted that posted that was the same guy that said that... Uh, who posted a screen grab of me uh, saying... Uh, um, when he posted on screen, grabbing me saying, oh, they can move my mouse and all that kind of shit. And he goes, oh, yeah, I can move it all right. Well, I, you see how good I can move it when I put the pixel little boys on your HD. So to me, it's like, you know, you're fully admitting that even though they could be, you know, joking and there's one other account on Twitter that's like saying camera three is down. You know what I mean? I, and I, I try to like just fucking try to screen grab that shit. So that um, you know, the, the, there's some there's some evidence, but of course they they're doing that because they know that I'm already kind of antsy about the praise of Howard and all that kind of shit, which probably makes them all happy, right? So I I can I can see like you know them like like getting at me and becoming more aggressive as it goes more and more into this fucking pandemic world and kind of wanting to make me just lose my fucking mind at any fucking cost because th th they would love for me you know what i mean they, they, if they have me monitor like they say they do they would love for me to uh to fucking try to fucking you know off myself and so much so you, you want to know how much i, I kind of know about uh, feel about this one time I, I decided to put it to a test a couple of years ago when i went on periscope I knew that they watched me. They're listening right now anyways. And what I did was I took a bunch of, like, old old uh, pills. Like, you know, I'll, like I was going to do something, you know, with them. I didn't have any intention of doing anything. And I put them all on my table. And I was ready to get ready to record do the Periscope. This is like a like couple, this is like 2019, 2018. Even maybe 2018. And as soon as I fucking hit live, all of a sudden more and more fucking people were in there that were that don't really come in. You know what I mean? Like they like you just like in a in a, or, or, an ordinary amount of people that would come in there, 
And right there, I knew that, like, you know, yeah, they're watching me, and, and then they thought I was going to do something on live with that. So their goal has always been to do that. And, you know, with the call, if they can't accomplish that, they'll do something else with it, you know. It's already pathetic that, you know, it's been like 12 years since I've been on, on, on Twitter, at least. I mean, I've been on Facebook since 2006. So that's like, what, 20, that's like, what, 15 years old? 15, yeah, I'm approaching my 15th year on Facebook and my 12th year on, on, uh, on, um, um, on Twitter. It's just so weird that, like, you know, it's it just, I didn't really expect to be on it that, uh, I didn't expect to be on it that long. I thought I was going to be another fucking fad or something like that. Thought it was cool, but it's kind of maintained a little bit, you know, relevancy there. Even though, uh, you know, I've been kind of supp suppressed from getting my, my message out, so I'm not really boosted there, so no one really interacts with me. It's kind of like I just came, it, it, like, now when I tweet, it's like I just came on the website where, like, nobody's really p looking for my fucking, my tweets, even though there are people that are constantly monitoring everything I fucking do. You know, it's, but again, that's just the way the fucking world works, unfortunately. You know? It, it, it just is really, it's just really, really fucking annoying. That, like, you know, again, they, they, they always seem to manage for me to fucking kind of go off on shit. Um, when it comes to, uh, how, you know, how they harass me, stuff like that. So that they can kind of go, okay, uh. You know, he's mentioning it, so he kind of wants a drama. But it's like, I have to address it because I got to give updates on what kind of things are being said and what they're doing. Because I'm, I'm not taking it lightly. I took it, I took it lightly. I took it, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, I'll get This will be all over with, whatever, just minor trolling. But, like, now, like, they're upping their fucking game where now they have all these resources where they can use it on me whatsoever and then try to kind of embarrass me, um, even if I make my own friends on, 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 on platforms, they'll come and ruin it, and you know what I mean, they try to kind of get people who I'm friendly with to kind of bust my balls and all that kind of shit, and it's like, anyone who, who I interact with, it's like, like, they're tainted because, again, like, they have to make me feel uncomfortable as possible, because that's the only reason why it's funny for them, even me explaining it, it's gonna, like, piss them off, whatever, right? They invade my privacy all the fucking time. They make it known they're doing it. You know what I mean? And I and I, I really don't have any fucking backup. You know, I'll never, you know... It's it just what it is. I, I think I, even a lot of people that I kind of do get along with, um, whatever circle they're in, I kind of think that on, on some deep level, they might just have resentment towards me as well. And and they fucking would enjoy like something bad happening to me they kind of get off on that type of shit because, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm an establishment heel, essentially, you know, to them. Even though, like, they're the real establishment fucking, you know, like, like, like they're the real heels, a lot of these people. And they look, they look down at me for, for, for what? Because, like, I, you know, I don't want to fucking engage in unnecessary drama for the sake of fucking, you know what I mean? These people tell these people tell me I'm nothing, and then, they, you know, you 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 get into my head about it, and then all of a sudden you get mad if I'm not coming on to entertain or do it the way that you want because because I don't want to fucking you know 
just just be somebody that you fucking just distract. You don't even care what I have to say. You just want you know, me to acknowledge your comments and you to like fucking distract me from what I want to fucking say because you're because a lot of you are empty in in, in your lives. And I I've went on rants about like dissecting you know the people that fuck with me. It's like it it doesn't really affect them because like a lot of them are really just cold hearted. That's why they've been recruited to do that because they're cold hearted people, and and they're afraid of being alone and being alone with their own thoughts. They're afraid to be themselves because you know they wouldn't know when to relieve themselves. They're afraid to be themselves because then they would pee themselves because they wouldn't know when or where to relieve themselves. That's that's a better. That was that was the rhyme that I came up with a long time ago. It's deep cut right there, motherfucker. But yeah, so yeah, listen, I have no interest in engaging with Shuli whatsoever. And uh, if Shuli is the one that's kind of like trying to egg something on. Maybe he's not, or maybe I'm I'm, I'm mis misspeaking, right? And again, I don't know if he really recorded me, but if you're out there, if if you know the troll are out there making admissions that like you know the, the, there is a tape around me again, and if there is a tape around me about that, you know it, it just shows like, like you know what kind of taste you have. Like who would want to be watching a handsy sex tape? Like you have to be like really depraved and like like a real sexual deviant to watch like a really fat, disgusting Pakistani. When I say fat, disgusting Pakistani, all the fucking trolls that are really racist, their dicks get hard from me fucking saying that. It's it's, it's so fucking ridiculous what they what these people want to fucking do to me. It's it's again, and you know they can get away with it because they have, they've been co-signed by the system. They're allowed to you know they're funded to do whatever they fucking want, but then they are always like. You know, watching watching what I do, or watching my pockets, or watching everything. You know what I mean? They always have to like up the ante on 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 the on putting a mental breakdown on me because it's funny to them. Yeah, especially people that pretend like you know, oh look, uh, you know, I'll suck up to him because I need him, but I don't want to admit I need him. But then when I don't get my way, I'm gonna show my true colors. And when you do, you know what I mean? People show their true colors. And then you fucking and you wonder why I don't trust anybody, so then they use their resources to kind of like you know fuck with people. Because you know what I mean. That's like the only only reason why like they're like looked upon like looked upon as some authority because they like 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 they have nothing else. Like their lives are fucking completely empty, where they need fucking like you know nonstop funding. They need to do nonstop funding. Of people online to go and harass you, give them a, a, you know, a quid pro quo essentially to do something. I don't know what you can, again like the world is such a different place and it it functions on a different level, and they're still trying to make it seem like this is just a regular fucking world, making it seem like you know there isn't advancements or anything like that. There isn't like you know an, an elaborate good side that's you know help funding some of the fucking people on the far left essentially. Or you know the the, the 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 conservatives or centrist funding the fucking you know far right you know what I mean like it just no one wants to you know admit that. again I don't know that for a fact right but yeah you know that's what twelve years of fucking just you know but 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 people like 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 deep down really hate me I can tell even the ones that 
kind of get along, you know what I mean? They're trying to, like, find a way to start, like, more beef with me. Because, they, because again, the, the reason why they would want to start a beef with me is because they already have the protection behind the scenes, and they're already compromised themselves. So now it's like, you want to go to the next level to graduate. You got to get into an argument with him. And they, and they don't worry about it because they're protected. And if, there, if there's like a back and forth, enough of my trolls will chime in on it. And they will fucking, you know, take the person side who's fucking with me. You know, and, and, that's, how, and that's how it goes. That's how you accumulate cults. All these, all these like, you know, these, these like online fucking shit that goes on. Like whether it's like a Patreon or whether it's, uh, you know, a YouTube, like, you know, your little YouTube communities your little Facebook groups. It's like it's like they have their own fucking cults going on. And I never really, you know what I mean? I never really wanted to be a part of a cult. The whole world's a fucking cult. Look at fucking, you know, the, the look at the royal family. They're fucking, uh, they're fucking, like, you know, um, Prince Harry and, uh, 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 Prince Harry, Prince Harry, and uh, I'm trying to figure out something. Hold on. Uh, man, I'm trying to jot something down. Yeah. Yeah, it's just you know, it's just. Between that and, like, you know, wrestling fans, like, uh, like, you know, lashing out at other, like, again, and, and, and it feels like a lot of these people online who lash out at other, like, wrestling fans for not, like, getting, like, again, like, you know, my issue is, like, even with, like, you know, like, the fans that fucking think everything, oh, look, everyone thought Kyle O'Reilly go was, uh, had a seizure, they get worked, but then it's like the same people that do that are the ones also getting worked by real life shit. Like you're getting worked over by Nick Aldis, saying that AEW people have been snooty towards the people in Impact and some of the people in NWA and all that kind of shit. You know, and and then with the, again, like 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 they'll fall for every fucking thing, even though, like the, the people who who use Twitter and social media in general. It's still part of an extended storyline on an elite level, but they don't want to hear that part. They would rather, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And again, that Kyle O'Reilly thing could be for real, by the way. You know what I mean? But a lot of these wrestling fans, you know, they, uh, they fucking, you know, like, these, like, it's mostly shill accounts for different promotions and all that. Will always just be, like, I, I never understand, I, I still don't understand, like, I've said this before many times. I never understood, like, if you're getting laid and it's so fucking great, like, you know what I mean? Like, then why would you constantly be on social media nonstop to point out that other people don't? Like, why would you be concerned if it's so fucking great? Because like, you get, because the same, the same people get mad that, like, a lot of people have access to watching these women now because they're doing OnlyFans when they feel that they should be the ones who can only see these women, you know what I mean? So they make it seem like, and they don't like guys who fucking be nice to these women called simping and all that. But then if I become rude, like I used to be to these chicks, because I didn't want to be a simp 
what they call dead and means you're an incel. And I, I think on purpose, like the, the, the same people that kind of are in the system and are on social media as characters, they, they'll flip it on each, each time. Like if, you, if, if you're too aggressive towards women and all that and too mean, they'll do that. But then in the same thing, then they'll call somebody a simp for, you know, being nice. You know, it, it, it just, it's, it just, it's just ridiculous. Like, like if, if your lives are so fucking good, why would you need that? Like to do that? Like, like again, like we, we all make fun of WWE for beating things to the ground and not knowing when to like, kind of like, you know, cut the shit after beating fucking a joke or something to the ground. Yet like the, like the same tropes are being done on social media. But I guess because like these people aren't billionaires or whatever, like, like they they can be hacky all they want, you know. And it's it's like you look at the whole Ted Cruz thing, right? Go to Ted, look on Twitter, and go Ted Cruz border, and look how many fucking the same jokes. And frankly, I'm kind of pissed I didn't come. I, I couldn't come up with this, but even if I did come up with it, it would have been in a more underwhelming way, and it wouldn't have gotten retweets. But like, it feels like people are operating from the fucking same script. They're off. They're you know operating the same script. Oh, Ted Cruz took his family to Cancun. I guess he does believe in crossing the border for a better life. Like you know what I mean. Like and again, like I I saw the first one. I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's a funny. That's a that's actually a good observation, right? And then everyone's fucking doing it. And you know what I mean. And some people are like, oh my god, he's a hypocrite. It's like, is there an obsession with liberals who who go out of their way to like? Make it like make it like the most shocking news that conservatives are hypocrites. It's like they discovered plutonium or something like that, like where they think you know. I don't know, man. You know, and even the, like you know again, like the, 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 this joke is funny, but like even it's kind of been being to the ground as well. Like people keep messaging, message, messaging Joe Biden, Joe Biden, to ask him for stimulus checks. Now it just it always looks funny because the way the way the person who sends it to him, because again, Buddy will be tweeting about something else completely, and then someone will just bring that up, and then like the, the I think the the worst inf- like the most insufferable part is the reply people who are like oh my god you're 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 that's not him that's Joe Bi- Biden that's not Joe Biden, you know what I mean like. So like, and it, because the reason I'm bringing it up is that the like same the same people, whether it be on wrestling Twitter or on this, they get mad when like a, a a known account steals content from other people, but then they're looking and not noticing that the same fucking jokes and the same memes are being applied in other fucking places. You know what I mean, like. You know, it, it was it's like it's like one of those days where like. I'm reading about fucking, like, some of, like, the TV stuff and the Marvel stuff was going on. And then I'm like, do I want to dive into WandaVision? Because if I, if I dive in, then people on, like, the leftist side will think that I'm a guy with bad taste. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm not, listen, I've always been a general fan of shit. Maybe I was trying to be, like, an expert on fucking shows in the 2010s because I thought you had to get involved in pop culture to be kind of in tune with what's going on, especially when you're listening to Howard Stern or other shows to get the references and all that kind of shit. So, you know what I mean? But, like, now I just become a general fucking fan of shit where, like, you know what I mean? It's just too much to keep up with. Like, and then every, like every, every once in a while, I'll start fucking caring about it. But I don't, but then the thing is, I really shouldn't fucking give a shit. 
I just keep waiting for my life. Like, I'm like, yeah, there's no point of catching up on Cobra Kai or like, you know, WandaVision or Mandalorian or whatever, The Witcher or, you know, Queen's Gambit. I'm going to be dead soon. Like, you know what I mean? I, I just keep going, yeah, it doesn't really fucking matter. So it kind of does fuck with me a little bit with, uh, you know, you know, I'm, say, I'm saying that, that, you know, and then if you don't like the MCU project, and, then, and this is why I don't discuss it with people, like, you know, whether it be, like, you know, if any gatherings or on, online with people who actually like the Marvel stuff. And I'm not saying I like it, but when you actually look at it from, like, oh, is there, like, neoliberal, like, a neoliberal fucking poison that's being put into these things, whatever, where they kind of want you to be influenced in some way? And you can't point it out because everyone's, like, afraid of Disney. Everyone's afraid to say anything bad. Maybe they won't get their free account or something like that. You know what I mean? So I try not to fucking, you know, do that because it just seems like everyone takes it personal on some fucking level. And then there's some people who are pro-DC who, regardless, will just shit on everything with Marvel, even if there's something that's good. And then if you kind of, like, you know, don't follow that lead... Like, I mean, I don't know if the, you know, I never, I never been like, you know, like, you know, uh, I never been made fun of a DC, from a DC fan for liking Marvel, but I have been scoffed at for not liking Marvel. And again, like, I'm not saying everyone that, t t you know, t t talks about, like, the, the, the shows on Disney Plus, and all that, they, they, like, they might genuinely like it, and they, and maybe they're getting paid for it on some level, but I'm talking about the accounts online that, you know, constantly have to fucking fight you over it. And maybe it's a good thing that I'm not, but I think, like, I, you know, Jessica Jones and Punisher might be, you know, the Marvel got the rights back from Netflix. So now it's like, fuck, now I gotta fucking pay attention to Jessica Jones again, because that's one of my shows. And I actually like the Netflix Punisher. I like how they did it, even though, I, you know, I know it wasn't, you know totally committed to what the comic book was as, as far as the backstory goes. But, you know, it, it just annoys the fuck out of me, you know. And then, and then wrestling is even worse because I'm like, because, because if you don't know about other fucking shit, then it's like, you gotta get out of the wrestling bubble. But then it's like, if you motherfuckers really care, then why don't you guys get out of the wrestling bubble? Like, wh like why does everyone fucking care about the fucking wrestling bubble? When like you know a, a lot like a lot like like a lot of you guys will uh, like a lot of you guys will fucking you know pretend like you're above everything else, and then and then pretend and then and then at the same time like you know become a hypocrite because of it. And it's like you know, and we don't even realize that we're becoming hypocrites in some ways. It just it just infuriates the living shit out of me, man. Yeah, like, it just infuriates me, because, again, I don't understand, like, you know, again, like, I was trying to figure out what the fucking big deal about someone named Agatha, whatever, from Fantastic Four, essentially, she's in WandaVision, and I can't, you know what I mean, like, I just, I just wish my brain could just shut off forever, so I don't have to fucking think, I can just be a lifeless fucking corpse, just, like, you know, just chilling, you know? You know what I mean? Uh, wait, uh, what else is there? Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I was talking about the Prince Harry thing and and the and the Meghan Markle. Apparently, like they're leaving the like the White House duties, 
And the thing is, I, I always thought the White House duties were not really like that important because like it's just a pretentious thing. Even though, on under the under the surface they have a lot of power, but like they could like you know do like you know like like you know like declare war, declare peace type of deals. So I guess like you know he like he's not. Again, like I don't know where this is leading because people are like praising them for like leaving the royal family and all that. But the thing is, like they're probably like they're probably going to be doing like their own royal family that's in the states because a lot of these families in the states within different industries and institutions like th th they have their own royal family that are above the fucking law. You know. You know, again, it's like, it's like, you know, the Freemasons exist and, like, you know, that's royalty. I'm not saying you should bow down or, all, or not any of that, but I mean, you, if you deny, like, 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 like that, that these people operate on that level, then, you know. But part of me, because again, like, there's always been kind of rumors that Prince Harry knows that his dad may have been responsible for the princess, his mother, his mother's death and all that kind of stuff. And some people wonder if he's actually, like, you know, um, is, is he actually Charles' son or anything like that? You know what I mean? Like, and, and, we, and, we don't, and we don't really know, but it feels like because this is becoming a big story, does that mean that, like, something is going to happen to Meghan and, uh, and Harry? Are their lives in danger? Or are they leaving because, like, they're going to expose that something's up with this? Because, you know what I mean? They love to bring, bring back the fucking tragedies over and over again. They love to bring the tragedies over and over and and show you, you know, sh and show you again so we make more money off it and make more content off it, even though that will also be a limited guise. But again, you know, I, I, I don't know where this is going. It just, it just interested me, um, you know, with how, the, with, with how like this is playing out. And again, like, it, it just plays out like it's been reduced to just celebrity gossip bullshit that no one really cares about but it feels like you know a lot of this stuff that's happening within like the showbiz or the political aspect and all that kind of shit it feels like it's being placed on purpose you know it feels like you know I'm trying, to, uh, I'm trying to see something here, hold on. There's something with Toronto where, where like, uh, there's, I guess, like, the city of Toronto has applied for an injunction to stop a local carpenter from erecting small wooden shelters on city-owned land meant to shelter the homeless through the winter. <laughs> I, guess, I, thought, I thought it had something to do with COVID because, again, people have been, the conspiracy people have been pointing out there's been, like, 
internment camps or something like, like I mean they again they always say that the right wing always says internment camps or everything whatever right I don't know again if like they're misleading you and like, like it's making it seem like it's the left doing it I don't know but it's just weird man you know what else did I have here um um yeah, uh, you know, here's the thing I'm, I'm about to, uh, Remember how I was saying that when I'm, I'm April Jones, Marion's ex, is going out with Dr. Dre? She like, she, she did an interview where she was like... She, and she, was, she wasn't saying, like, oh, she was told to do it because it's like Illuminati shit. She was making it seem like she's doing it because she's trying to help her, her man. But she goes that she felt pressure to kind of go on Love and Hip Hop to kind of quell the rumors that Marion was gay. And now she's dating another guy that people always kind of, like, you know, the it's like a wink-wink nod thing to, like, kind of out Dr. Dre. I remember, like, on, like, you know, the, the, the Jeff Ross roast thing, whatever they did, the, the roast competition, the roast battle, when, like, him and Anthony Jeselnik were, like, kind of pointing it out, like, oh, uh, you know, Dr. Dre, like, you know, I, forget, I forget what the reason was, but it was, like, like, these motherfuckers are probably also gay, but, like, they always love putting rappers out there first. Because they, 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 cause you, you know, the thinking behind that is that there's the, the, a lot of people who consume hip-hop, white, black, brown, whatever, and there could be a huge contingent of people who are not into the fucking, you know... And I'm not going to say they're all homophobic, because, again, like, some, if you talk to some of these people, some of these people are talking about upper echelon, of like, like you know, being doing doing homoerotic initiations, which they won't explain that. So they they kind of have to like generalize, like scoff at any kind of homoerotic thing, whatever. Even if like the person just wants to do it on their own, whatever. But I always feel like they do that on purpose to like kind of uh, to like to like to, to discredit them to the crowd. It's like it's like, it's like remember when like uh, in the in the boys. When like the one of the comp, one of the people who work at like the the main place, they were like threatening a fucking they're threatening a politician because like the politician thought he was having sex with like a hot chick, but it was really the fucking uh, uh, doppelganger changing form, and then he blindfolded him and he shows like him in his regular form on top of the guy without the, without the guy knowing. And they basically show the politician that photo. Basically, he's like, "Who cares? You know, it's it's two th- You know, it's this t- time in the it, it, it's like this time in in history where you know it's okay." But then, like the girl goes, the person goes, "Yeah, but a lot of like you know your a lot of your a lot of your uh, supporters that are really really homophobic." You know what I mean? So like it was like that way of kind of blackmailing in a way. You know, I think the boys kind of breaks it down. Like pro, I I feel they always break it down properly with some so subtle shit like that. So like so again so I'm I'm wondering if like this is supposed to be like a forced storyline or is there more to it? Because even Dr. Dre's wife is saying that like Dr. Dre is having like you know women women over and they're trying on her clothes and all that you know what I mean? It just seems like more and more is piling up on Dr. Dre and, and apparently Dr. Dre, uh, you know, kind of threaded like little fizzes. Little Fizz, like Little Fizz's um, ex, was saying that she was like, she was like talking about it. And she was like she was told not to or something like that. But it feels like you know again it's like it feels like I don't know if the, if the plan is for it to uh, be revealed that it's a ploy, 
Or is it just like, is it going to be a storyline? Because we all know it is a ploy or something like that. But I just found that odd, you know what I mean? Because again, maybe when she was kind of trying to uh, tell about Amor Amarion, maybe, you know, Amarion rolls that way too. And maybe, like, she was trying to hint on some level that, like, some of these women, uh, you know, b become, like, these people's girlfriend on, on screen or in quote-unquote real life. To like kind of like you know uh, not let not not having to disclose that they're that that they're they might roll like that they might swing that way you know what I mean so it, it just interests me because again like more and more just comes out and I always kind of go okay where's it leading because a lot of stuff that comes out in public you gotta realize man with a lot of the celebrity shit especially it's all it's all to me at least it's all fucking planned out and like there's planted seeds with all you know what i mean i'm still hung up on the whole jerry seinfeld rejecting kesha and acting like he didn't know who she was and everyone thought he was cool because he didn't know who a pop singer was because he's in his own world but i can almost guarantee you that you know it, the, i'm not saying that's gonna happen but it, i wouldn't be surprised if it ends up like he knew who she was and you know he probably like had a had a had a fucking uh, situation with her, and like you know he kind of rejected her and made her look stupid um, in public, you know what I mean? So then you know the, then the women can write think pieces about that, you know what I mean? It's funny that people are willing to like, you know, go at David Letterman, for, or or the media in general for how they fucking did toxic culture, but no one's ever gonna like you know tell Howard Stern. Like they, 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 they said that he, they, they allowed him to grow. You know what I mean. But they won't allow anyone else to grow for some reason. Yeah. Oh, what was I just fucking saying? Hold on one second. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, then there's controversy. Oh, yeah, but, but by the way, I, again, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think uh, JD for the Howard Stern might be getting divorced. And again, I don't know if, like, what's going to play out with that. Like, because, again, this marriage could have been just a phony marriage to begin with, right? And they knew that, you know, the partnership was going to last until whatever. But I wonder if, like, that's, that's not going to be revealed. So it has to go out like, oh, JD probably cheated on her. Or he was hitting up other women and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But it feels like people are like, she's deleted her accounts and all that kind of shit. So I don't know what's up. I don't know if, like, she's been told to. I don't know. But it's like it's, it feels like a mafia shit going down. I don't know. It just feels very, very weird. But again, like, you know, again, like, it's, it's like, I gotta see the, the rumors on Stern Reddit. I don't know if they're real or not. So I don't know what's going to happen. But it feels like... Like, you know, slowly they've been trying to cancel JD as well for sketchy behavior. I remember Stuttering John was, like, full, full out admitting that, like, because, again, he was there, but you know, he was there when JD was interning, and he, like, I think he claimed on his fucking stream one time a while back that JD would, like, you know, uh, get an intern to go to the bathroom to give her, um, take off her panties and to give it to JD or something like that, you know what I mean? And, and that wouldn't surprise me. I, I believe a lot of sketchy shit has kind of gone down. Like, you don't really think about it because no one was saying anything. But, like, if anyone did these intern beauty pageants thing that Howard did, 
Like, like, they, like they would fucking really, 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 really get canceled for what they've done. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just weird. Like, it, would, it wouldn't surprise me if they, they're doing that on the air. What, like, what else are they doing off the fucking air? You know, and I, I always notice that people always make references to, like, when these people come in, these celebrities, certain people, like, random ones. Like, like you know, and because they have extended, like, commercial breaks in, during, that, during that era, like, maybe some of these people, like, you know, slept with some of the people that worked there, like... Like, maybe, like, some, like, you know, maybe some of the male guests would fuck Robin or some of, like, the fucking girls that would come in randomly that, you know, would be interviewed for, like, ten minutes, like, a, you know, like a Trish Stratus or a Lita. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you know, it's, like, you know, again, like, different institutions passing their women around to, like, you know, exchange and all that kind of shit. Not that I know that for a fact. I'm just putting it out there. You know, I'm just saying that it's my thought, you know. But I don't know what's going to happen with JD, man. I, I really don't, you know. Um, yeah, there's controversy about Meg Thee Stallion's uh, photo shoot. Um, again, I don't mind when women do the all-natural, like, you know, just natural thing. The thing that was funny about the photos was, like, that her some of the poses that she was doing, like, like it, it didn't look like, you know, her her, her normal... Like, her normal self when she's, like, doing these sexy poses, right? But people, like, her fans are complaining about, like, her not having makeup and all that kind of shit. And it's, it's leading, and again, people are like, well, if you want natural beauty and natural body and all that, then is there a point of going to the gym because you're ruining what your natural body is? But then by that logic, it's like, then you, you wouldn't be putting food... You, you could put junk... Then you're putting junk food in your thing. is not, not, like, uh... is is not natural either, then. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you're, you're just automatically assuming that everyone will just get fat from not going to the gym. But so, it brought out, like, the worst fucking, like, arguments that I've seen online. And, and, and that really says something, because it's just fucking really, really ridiculous. I don't know if it's gonna be revealed that Megan the Stallion didn't like the photo shoot, and maybe she's getting, like, her... Like, she's getting some of her fan base to kind of put it out there that she didn't like it she wanted to do it with makeup and all that and that's fine i'm just saying that like i don't think there's anything wrong with if a woman wants to do the natural and no photoshop thing i think that's also just as sexy you know if you want my opinion but again you know it feels like you know some people always want to have the superficial shit so I don't know what fucking side... I mean, I don't even need to be on the side. Man. Do I really need to be on the side of this fucking thing on about Harper's Bazaar? Do I really need to give like my in-depth analysis about Harper's Bazaar and their covers and how they shoot and all that kind of shit? It just, I don't know. It just seems like more and more discourse just created for the sake of fucking controversy. And, you know, again, like, you know, it, it controversy sells all the fucking time, whether it's different fucking elements, and people don't realize that. Because everything has to be, like, on the fucking surface level of thinking. By the way, you, you know what I'm talking about Meek Mill? You know, again, people always, like, again, and Meek, Mill, Meek Mill always looks like wherever he is, he's always surprised. And he doesn't look like he looks like somebody that's kind of been like taken advantage of by people in the higher up positions, where he always looks like he's kind of like an MK Ultra victim, where like everything is like he's kind of like surprised, like he looks like he's like surprised that he's like like he's surprised that he's like standing in a world or something like that, 
Like you're like, oh my god, like oh my god, I'm 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 in a kitchen. What? Like he he always just looks shocked all the time, right? And part of me wonders, like like the the one the the one thing like again when there's one clip that everyone cringes at. And again, maybe people are like, well, he's just having fun. But part of me thinks it's more sinister, where, like, he's now, like, kind of with, he's with Jay-Z. So he might be in the upper echelon with all these other white guys. And he's, like, he's at a fucking, like, uh, a country club or something like that, where he's on a tennis court. And he just, some, some, some white guy, I don't know who he is. I, it's not like he's just a friend or something like that, just, just recording him doing something stupid. But 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 people keep alluding to the fact that like oh they have him jumping up like a bu- like a bunny for some odd reason, so like he's like doing that for like some like random rich white guy essentially like hey it would be funny if we see this black guy this black rapper jump up like a fucking bunny like I I don't know what it is, but I I had to mention that because I didn't mention it like you know when the backlash of the whole Kobe thing is, but it feels like it's like everything like everything he's supposed to be like. This non-stop meme, essentially, he's become that. But I feel like there's more, there's more, something more sinister around it, if that makes sense. But nothing I say makes sense, so you know, why even bother, really? Just you know, uh, you know. Hold on, one second. Uh. Oh my god. Just do this whole thing. Just jot. So then I, I, I remember certain things, and I'm like, okay, I need to jot this fucking down again. I need to really jot this down. And then, I, and then it just ruins the whole flow of the fucking podcast. But, I mean, listen, man. No, no, no one's really here for my professionalism. You know, I don't, I don't have the proper mic. I don't have proper modulation, you know. Um, other, you know, uh, see, look, you you were talking about long term booking. I saw on Twitter that Napster was trending on Twitter, right? And I'm like, okay, wait, well, they're bringing back Napster. Did something happen? Did somebody say Napster or something like that? But apparently, Metallica was performing a live concert on Twitch. And then I don't know if it happened like soon within the concert or just randomly, like you know, like far, like fur, like further into the concert it happened, but suddenly they changed the music into like some like hold on a second, like what is it? Let me see right now. Hold on a second. Let me let me see. Just random things get trended on Twitter. That I don't understand. Okay, so yeah. <clears throat> Metallica, someone puts uh, Metallica sues Napster and sets a president for music copyright on the internet, causing them to get d- d- uh, DMCA'd because of themselves. So because of that, so like, okay, so right here. This is what happens. This is the music that was playing during the fucking Metallica concert. Huh. 
So, I, so, 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 like, now, like, you know, again, this is, like, long-term booking, so now everyone's bringing up that because of the D- DMCA shit that you have to deal with because of Napster. That's what, like, now, I think that's when, like, you know, Metallica really be- kind of started their heel turn. Well, everyone looked at it like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, well, artists should be, you know, artists should be fucking mad, but it's, like, again, like, it's much more complicated than what's more like what's going on whatever right because once you like you like you know chastise like eminem did the same thing once you like you chastise your fans for like you know bootlegging when like everyone else bootlegged prior and all that kind of shit and then you know what i mean and, and, and the thing is like these guys are like are in a, in a, at a level where like they're making advanced money anyways not even for the music that they make but like they're for propaganda they have to do they have advanced knowledge they fucking are in with like all the elite types that they you can kind of have anything at their whim and get like you know you get mad at people for downloading music and shit like you know again I never just see it like that you know what I mean because again guys that were preaching you know what I mean again because the moral technique used to be somebody that's like like yo just buy my merch come you know buy a ticket to my show but like yo you can spread the music around you know what I mean like some people embrace that shit. But Metallica has it, so I guess like you know this is like, this is this is this is one hell of a payoff for like, almost almost twenty years. Uh, no, over twenty years of uh, of uh, you know, of you know, planting the seeds for something like this to happen. I guess like that shows them now. But the visual is just funny. Just seeing them playing and that music is playing, it's just hilarious to see that. Let me see what else people are saying on Twitter about it. Because, again, it was on Twitter, so I guess Amazon pulled it for them, you know. But people think that, but people think they're having a, people think they're having a moral victory over, uh, uh, are having this victory over, Nap- like, you know, Metallica, like, 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 they're really gonna fucking give a shit, really, you know what I mean? Like, they got other, sh- they'll, they'll still manage, you know what I mean? But I guess... Take your victories as as much as you can. I guess I don't I don't know what the moral of the story for this is really. I really I really don't. Like someone right here is putting the red wedding, but it's Twitch DMS DMCA and Metallica and saying Napster sends their shut up. Trust me, this isn't this. This is barely a red wedding for fucking Metallica. All right, just everyone fucking relax. Or everyone already relax right now. No, it's just so fucking stupid. Uh, I can, I can talk about how about the fact that um, Nira Tandon, the girl that was supposed to be like getting confirmed. I mean, Joe Biden said that she'll still they'll still find the votes for uh, her to get confirmed, but Joe Manchin um, apparently doesn't like her tweets and he thinks they're too partisan. I mean, he's an asshole too because you know you know what I mean. But like, but she's an insufferable piece of shit. Like she got somebody fired um, in two thousand sixteen for his tweets and all that. And, and again, I don't know much about her. I just know a lot of leftists. 
have like whenever like I see like the whole birdie thing going down, she was one of the most insufferable ones that were always fucking complaining yet kind of always going at people and trying to get them fired, trying to get them canceled and putting them into question and all that. But apparently he kind of rejected her. Now everyone's like losing their mind over, over it. It's always like, well, you, we, we, the, they're keeping you busy with this because you're distracting you. And I used to be one of those guys too. But it just seems like a lot of things you can just say that, oh, well, they're oh, they're talking about Texas. They, they, it must mean they don't want to talk about fucking, uh, you know, uh, I'm not even creative enough to come up with something random on the fly like this. I'm, I'm I don't have my compound V. I'm sorry, guys. But it's like, oh, you're you're well, you're you're talking about fucking the Texas thing, Ted Cruz. That means they're not going to be talking about this. They're not going to be talking about that, or oh, they're not going to be talking about like you know, uh, you know, AIDS infested hookers. Um, you know, uh, you know, skull. I don't know, skull fucking. You know, uh, you know, like like Muslims in China or something. Okay, I don't know. Right? I should have thought. I should have thought the bit out before I fucking started doing it in my fucking head. This is what happens when you don't have writers. And you just have my incoherent thought. I mean, I, I the thing I do write my thoughts down, but this one was just an impromptu thought. So then I shouldn't go off the script. I should just kind of like you know keep it within there. Once I start improvising, you just it 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 all goes to hell essentially. You know. But yeah, I guess so. Metallica got canceled. How about this? How about Talib Kweli getting divorced? For you know, um, people have always hinted. That, like, him and his wife have had issues. I pro- me, me, personally, I think that, like, a lot of the, like, you know, again, this is, like, another, another, you know, fake marriage, whatever. Because, again, like, he's, like, I think he may have impregnated somebody else as well. So, like, part of me always, like, thinks that, like, like because he spewed consciousness in hip-hop, that means that, like, calling him a hypocrite is going to be owning him. But it's, like, sometimes people do the consciousness thing because they don't want to put the energy out there that, like, you know, that people put out, like, like, you know, like someone who's, like, very vulgar, right? Even though that guy is being himself, but, like, that could also influence people. So, like, you know what I mean? So, I, I, again, like, you shouldn't get mad if, like, somebody who did conscious music might not be living up to, like, every single fucking thing. And especially, you know, in, in, in a world where it's, like, all poison and it's all dirty and all that shit. But it seems like they've been building up for, like, the Talib Kweli cancellation so i wonder if like with the divorce happening is she gonna come out and start confirming stories about like you know what i mean because again like he he had an overreaction to the woman uh to the woman that was kind of like m- making it seem like rapper like rappers don't marry dark-skinned women like i thought like you know again like she like i just think it's stupid to be counting like you know uh, uh, who who people are married but i also thought talib Kweli was kind of being doing an overreaction right and i felt like like you know again this is like a storyline where she's supposed to be put over but she was also kind of like again like she was also being kind of insufferable as well as much as talib Kweli was being you know what I mean? Like you know, again, but I, I don't I don't agree with Talib Kweli sicking her sicking his followers on her and targeting her. You know what I mean? Because again, I've been targeted. It's not fun, especially when somebody has power like that. So I I'm wondering where the Talib Kweli thing is gonna go as well. Because again, it just seems like with like the stuff about 
um, uh, the J- what Jaguar Wright was talking about with the roots and to, to live quality and common and all that type of shit. That like you know uh, that uh, you know that there's gonna be more fucking uh, unloading unleashed, you know, un- unleashing fucking you know. I I can't even put words together. I just go with whatever I think makes a uh, unloading and unloading. no, but like whatever's gonna be unleashed to the fucking masses about what's going on, it's gonna like you know. It's just like you know, cause like when she was asked about it, it's like yo, well he he doesn't bother me, so you know, uh, uh, you know I don't have to deal with it. But like now, I guess with him being off Twitter, he was fucking you know badgering this woman as well. I guess you know I I don't know. But you know, again, like I again, to, I used to retweet the guy a lot because I used to kind of believe what he was kind of saying, and so and and he talks truth a lot. But I also felt like. Like the way he treated the, uh, the um, the the African descendants of slaves, because he was gen- he was painting them with the general brush of making it seem like all of them are mega, and they're all like just full of shit. Like I I'm sure there's some people who get the attention that might be kind of like you know doing the mega thing, but I think there's like genuine fucking concern about like you know the you know the descendants of slaves you know and, and what they're owed and who you know who fall under that category and all that kind of stuff i don't think there's anything wrong with that but again like so when you kind of look at that you're kind of going well he's somebody that has like you know expertise in this because he's an activist he's kind of been around you kind of take his word for a uh, word for it on, on some level right not not er- not every single thing but like you know what i mean so like part of me kind of like started, like, going, ah, maybe he doesn't have all the fucking answers, really, you know what I mean, because the way he talked to some of the guys, and there's one guy that I'm cool with on Periscope named Izzy, I don't agree with the guy on every thing, but he was one of the guys that Talib Kweli had a problem with, about, like, some of the, 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 the ADOS talk, you know, again, like, it, it's, because, it's, it's, again, it's not, like, my business, or, or whatever, so I don't really know, I don't really know what to, like, you know, assume is right and what what's wrong, whatever, and all that. But, like, sometimes I get, I get confused whenever, like, this comment, because, again, when it pops on your timeline and you don't know what's being talked about, you kind of want to understand on some level. But then it's, like, it's just way too many complexities to, to, to this shit. Like, it's just way too much layer and too much nuance to it just to be like, okay, well, this is that, this is this, you know. But I just found that interesting, you know what I mean? Just with some of the things that he was... Again, and he he'd always kind of like you know, like you know again what was the other thing that kind of like kind of lumped me away from he'd always put put fucking conspiracy theorists all of them at times with like the right wing like you know what I mean to, to defend the Democrats on some level, and then as one thing I didn't really agree with them like the fucking just always kind of like he wouldn't he would just be pointing out the fucking Republican shit, which is fine I agree with that. But, like, you know, again, I, I, I can't hate the guy totally because he's also put a lot of gems out there. He's also been one of my favorite artists, you know, a long time. So, I don't know, you know, again, I don't know what, how the storyline is going to play out for these guys, you know. I really don't know what the fuck to say, really, man, you know. But I, I, I do find it funny that Nia Tandon got rejected from doing that, you know. 
just deleting some of the notes so I don't have to uh, So yeah, I'll I'll come back and I'll do uh you know. I'll come back and I'll do um SmackDown recap and uh preview um Elimination Chamber. You know, I I need to like talk about that. I I I enjoyed SmackDown a lot yesterday. I thought it was like one of the better shows they've done. And there's also like really de- there's development de- developments in some of the lower tier like the the lower card guys, where it feels like there's actually storylines building, with you know like it's not just generic matches and all that. And again, like it's it's hitting the climax a little bit with some of the stuff. And I thought yesterday was a really really uh, good episode. I thought it was a really solid two hours really. Puts Raw to shame, really. With some of the stuff that they do on Raw, I guess, you know, when you have it, you know, when you have uh, two hours to just kill and all that. You might as well. I guess it would be, be three hours, but no, three hours if you count 205 Live, but I don't think anyone really watches Although, I, I there is... I'm starting to really like uh, Everrise. I'm starting to really like Everrise a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? They, like, they, they kind of caught on to me. And again, like, I see some of their posts and all that. Also, because Ted Cruz kind of came back from Cancun looking like Rick Mar- Rick Mar- no, not Rick Martel, Matt Martel. He came back looking like him. All the memes about, what you know, the mullet that Ted Cruz has and all that shit. It's whatever. I don't. I don't know, man. I. I, I don't know where this Texas storyline is going. Because there's only one, and the one is a four-time, could have been a five-time, about to be a six-time WrestleMania main event. So you can pick a main eventer, or you can pick the. you say that you stood in here you looked in my eyes and you saw fear you didn't see fear man what you saw in my eyes was a guy playing you like a fiddle and you didn't even realize it see here's the thing you want me to acknowledge you as the main event of wrestlemania but i just can't do that see a couple of weeks ago i saw you do something you've never done before you lost your cool so you're slow on the uptake, but it confirmed what I already realized. You realize that you need me to be the main event of WrestleMania. AJ Styles walks out of the chamber, and I choose him. That's your main event. Drew McIntyre, main event. Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, that's your main event. And you, man, I look in your eyes, and I see you're insecure. Don't get me wrong. Here's what I will acknowledge. I also look at you and I see a young man in his prime, firing on every cylinder. A generational talent, a long, wide open highway for you. I respect you. I respect your family. 
the room and you got too much too soon and you're cracking under the pressure. And that's pressure that I haven't even applied on you. I haven't even focused on you yet. So what you need to ask yourself is, do you want me to expose the dents in your armor? Do you really want me to focus on you? Now check your ego and actually think about that long and hard. Is that what you want? Why don't you answer me? I'm back. It's still like 9:47. I think I'm gonna just finish it off. Uh, you know, you know. I I can always like no sleep in any way. Who gives a shit, right? But yeah, no. Uh, what you heard in, uh, just now was the Edge and uh, Roman Reigns promo, which I thought was phenomenal, man. I thought it was great. I thought this was some of Edge's best work. That's happening. You know what I mean? Um. Let me see what else there is. Hold on. Uh, so, yeah. So, basically, you know, Edge cut his promo. He comes out. And he basically kind of goes over his, like, the 13 choices he has, potentially. Meaning, like, you know, he has Reigns. And then the rest of the... And, again, I guess you don't count. Because, again, again, you just take the number. You Okay, he, he, he mentioned the number. He mentioned a certain amount of numbers. You just assume that, you know, it counts... Balor and Miz or whatever, but no, that, I guess he wasn't impressed with the fucking Elimination Chamber. I guess the the NXT match. I guess you know. What I mean, I mean, I listen. You, we knew he's not gonna choose Balor, right? But it's like, at least if you gone out of your way to like go, go over to NXT to kind of put it over, then you might as well have just you know also said. uh you know, mention his name, but again, like, and and by him not mentioning Miz, that kind of, like, already, you know, shows me that, like, I, I really don't think Miz is gonna cash in, I don't, I don't think Miz is really, I think, like, he's gonna get the, I think what's gonna lead to Miz's match with Morrison uh, against Bad Bunny and Damian Priest at Mania or something like that, I really do think they have to make it really personal, and one of the ways you can make it personal is probably by having a, Miz lose the fucking thing because I mean listen no no one sees excited about Miz potentially cashing in because they I mean maybe we would have if you actually like kind of built it built him up better instead of like him and John Morrison just doing you know nonstop comedy and being booked like jabrones all the time right like this past Monday is like the the most you've seen Miz like be very very serious about what he's doing so I mean I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, we're all doing our fantasy booking of who Miz is going to cash in on, but maybe Miz doesn't fucking actually cash in, you know? Maybe just to, like, you know, but whatever. But Edge is, like, you know, kind of, uh, you know, d- d- deciding who he wants to face, and he he has, like, a choice. He, he's having a hard time choosing. Roman Reigns comes out, and then what you heard over there about, like, basically Roman Reigns saying that you got to choose me because... I'm the guy that's main evented so many times before and all that. I didn't realize how many times he's really main evented, right? Like, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 19, he was, he was with Baron Corbin. And then 2020, he was, he was supposed to be in the main event for one night. 
but he wasn't, you know. So again, yeah, he he's had as many as like, almost as Hulk Hogan has. Really, it's kind of weird how long, you know. What I mean, and and again, a lot of those matches haven't really been like the greatest or anything like that. Like at least like the, the Triple H and the Undertaker one, the first Brock Lesnar one, I really liked that one. I, you know, what I mean, people people really did did it because just just the notion of Roman Reigns main eventing that time when people were pushing back against it. But the 2018 Brock Lesnar one, that one wasn't really that great, I don't think. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, but again, like, I like where Edge was going, where he's like, he's playing mind games with him, where, like, the only reason why Roman Reigns needs, like, this, needs him to choose him is because whatever match Edge chooses, that's going to automatically be the main event. AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre. Uh, Daniel Bryan or whatever, you know what I mean? And I thought that was really, really, really fucking good. And then Sami Zayn came out. Sami Zayn came out, and uh, he 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 has a sign that says, "Who made Steve Gutenberg a star?" You know, and again, you know, if if you watch Simpsons, you know that's from the, from the infamous Stonecutters episode where they're goofing on Masons. So it's kind of like he's taking a shot at Masons in a way by by referencing something from The Simpsons, which I just thought, thought was genius. But he's kind of complaining. He's with the film crew. He's like, you know, kind of like going off on Edge and Roman for not acknowledging him, uh, not acknowledging him and not even looking. You know, he's like going off on these guys about why each of them need to be worried that if he wins the match. And you know what I mean? And he's like, you know, like, you know, putting them over but he's also making the focus on him and you know and then he's like the documentary crew why don't you get me you know pointing at the, at the Wrestlemania sign uh, you know what I mean and then when, when he was doing that then Jay Uso just had enough of him and Jay Uso just kicked him so I thought that was dope and then after that you know Edge Roman Reigns kind of put the mic in Paul Heyman's hand and he decided to like you know uh, whisper something in Edge's ear you know Maybe he was saying, you know, listen to Hansi's podcast. Can you believe that bomb does a podcast in his mom's basement? I don't know. Maybe he was saying something like that. But no, I thought, no, all shitty jokes aside, I thought this segment was really, really fucking good. I thought Edge came across really, really well, man. And I, I, it, it, it just, I keep hammering it home that Edge has been fucking amazing with his interactions and the promos he's been cutting since he's come back, man. It's like, it's like this might be the last promo he ever cuts in his life, and he needs to make sure that he's cutting some complete fire. I mean, you know, does that make sense, cutting fire? You can't really cut fire. I mean, listen, cutting promos that are just fire, you know what I mean? I, I promise, as this podcast goes along for however long they allow me to do this, whatever, I will... Try to learn the English language and try to fucking articulate myself. I I, I, can, I I can just imagine like each word I fucking say. Like every any of my critics that like listen to anything I say are always like, "Oh, you slipped up here. He he tried to sound smart, but he really wasn't." You know, you know. So yeah, so that was that segment. I I can just go through like the edge portions and like the main event portions because uh, uh, edge uh. Uh, Edge had interactions with everybody, everyone from the match, except for Jay Uso and Sami Zayn. So, like, the main one was Kevin Owens, which, you know, he's just basically saying that, you know, they're both alike because they both never quit. And then they basically just kind of tease, like, you know, there could be a match down the line, this could happen. The one that, you know, probably didn't need 
any convincing that it won't happen, but they have to pretend like it it will, is Baron Corbin and Edge, where, like, well, this is the WrestleMania main event right here. Then he just turned into, like, Edge taking pictures of Baron Corbin um, for, like, f- I don't know I don't the whole punchline was. It just, it was, it was probably... It's probably one of the segments where like Edge was like, "Oh yeah, listen, I can put people over, but this is not gonna fucking work for me." But he he approached Cesaro and Daniel Bryan, and Cesaro's already kind of giving an opinion on Seth Rollins about like how they wish everyone how he would he changed, but he didn't change whatever, because earlier Seth Rollins in a promo, might as well just cover this now because again it ties into this. He cut a promo about how he's doing a lawsuit against WWE, which prompts me to ask, does he have uh, Constantine Kairos um, uh, representing him? Because that guy seems to be um, back in the news with, you know, the, the lawsuit. Um, I'll get into that one later. But Seth Rollins is like he's filing a, a, a complaint to WWE and, you know, there's a pending lawsuit of, I don't know what it entails because he felt he got disrespected. And then he points out Cesaro going, well, he goes, you know, you thought Cesaro was trying to, you know, he thought Cesaro kind of like, you know, realized that he needs to like listen to me, but he was there to kind of mock me and that's what happened to him. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it's teasing a Daniel Bryan Cesaro, uh, and Seth Rollins feud, or is it going to be Seth Rollins versus Cesaro at WrestleMania? Because I could probably see him costing Cesaro the match if he wins it, since they've been focusing on him mostly a lot. But the, but the problem is Cesaro cut with Edge coming in. Um, with the, with the Edge coming in, whatever. Um, he he. Edge goes like you know we 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 both have grit. You know that word that word is back again. Grit. And he, he said that, like, Cesaro's on a whole other level now. And then, you know, basically teasing that match. And then he teased one with Daniel Bryan, one with Daniel Bryan about, you know, again, this is a match that everyone would look forward to. And just this interaction right there made me, made me go, maybe I want to see Daniel Bryan versus Edge rather than, you know, Roman Reigns versus Edge. But I don't know, man. They did a good job, like you know what I mean. Like I'm sure we, this won't, these, like, you know, this won't be the WrestleMania match or anything like that. But since Edge is kind of back full time, I can imagine that he'll be wrestling guys like Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, or whatever. You know, it just it'll be it it'll be a really really good match to at least to me at least. I mean to everyone else too with a brain, but I'm just saying like you know, people want this Reigns versus. Uh, uh, edge match, you know, and I mean, I, I, I again, I, I want it because again, it's, it's, you know, it's, and actually, like, you know, Roman Reigns in this arc incarnation against, uh, you know, a returning legend, a returning legend, a former hall, uh, not a former, a hall of famer, that's coming back, you know, so like, it, it, it's, it's all compelling right there. What's going on? And then even before the main event, like Kevin Owens wanted to strategize with Daniel Bryan Cesaro, and they're like, "Yeah, we always strategize how to avoid like you giving us a stunner," because they he because Kevin Owens stunned Daniel Bryan and Cesaro when he came into the ring the week prior, and then they named like all the people that like Kevin Owens has kind of like turned on like Sami Zayn and Kofi, and then uh, Daniel Bryan didn't want to name Jericho. But he goes, there's another big name that I'm missing, but I guess I don't have a list on me, which is a good callback. And then Kevin was like, well, you don't got to worry with the call. You know, I'm going to, 
he goes, you know, you don't got to worry about taking a stunner t t t t tonight, whatever, but maybe you got to worry about one or two or three or four of them um, at Elimination Chamber. I thought this was a pretty good segment. And they, they was, I thought it was going to be Roman Reigns in the match with 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 uh with um Corbin and Jey Uso. But I guess like that read I guess maybe like the, I read that incorrectly or maybe they just changed it last minute because Sami Zayn was in the match and it was a it was a it was a really 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 good match. I'll say like there was, there was one part where Cesaro was trying to lift Baron Corbin up for the Cesaro swing and dude he could not like lift him up and when he did it kind of like he he like fell over. You know what I mean? Like, it just it looked really bad. But then, like, w when he came back from commercial, he was, like, in the middle of doing it. You know what I mean? And, uh, again, I, I don't think Kevin Owens and Zayn really interacted in this match again. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. They, I know they interacted afterward because Sami Zayn did his finisher on him after the match or whatever. But, um, but, but what, what, what happened was, uh, yeah, so Daniel Bryan does a butterfly suplex onto Zayn off the top rope. And then he puts them in the yes lock, and that's what kind of helps them win. But I thought, like, you know, overall, like, this was a good match. I thought, like, you know, everyone, you know, again, for, for what it was, you know what I mean? Like, these multi, I mean, they did give it, like, it started, like, they started making their entrances by, by 937 or so. So, like, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, at least, like, at least, like, 13, 15, 13 to 15 minutes that they gave this match, you know? Then after the match, Baron Corbin does an end of days on Daniel Bryan. Then, uh, you know, Kevin Owens gives Baron Corbin the stunner. Then Sami Zayn gives uh, Ke uh, Kevin Owens, like, you know, like the, 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 like the, 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 the suplex that he, that he does, you know what I mean? Uh, where he kind of flips him over. Um, from like, 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 it's like ho doing it by like, by, like, holding up by the armpit, kind of, in a way. Like, he has an arm... I am never good at these moves. I I I, don't, I it's all the time my tongue of what it, what it's called, whatever. But I don't know. Then Cesaro fucking uppercutted him, and then um, Jay Uso super kicked him, and then Edge, who's on commentary during this match, put and then Heyman also joined the commentary after the break and whatever. Um, but like you know, then Edge speared Jay Uso, and then out of nowhere, Roman Reigns speared Edge. I thought. Whenever again, I know it's cliche when they do that kind of stuff, but I always dig when they WWE is really really good at like when like people just need to just do the instant finishers and all that kind of shit. I I I always I always dig when uh, they do those kind of endings. You know what I mean? I know sometimes they kind of can get, you know, it can become like uh, like you know they beat to the ground essentially. Like it, it could be run like run down to like run down. And you know it's always it's, it's always a constant trope, but when sometimes they pull it off well, I always think they do well with those things. I I always I always kind of enjoy it. Sometimes even though like, sometimes it's always at times it's kind of like look convoluted a little bit, like oh like this 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 looks way too rehearsed. But like the way that they were doing this one, this one like felt like like it like instantly like you felt like it was all natural in a way. As as natural as Megan the Stallion's Harper Bazaar photos. That's my pop culture reference for for today. I guess you know, who gives a shit. So yeah, that was part of the main event portion. Um, let me uh, see what else there was. Yeah, this was a pretty good thing. Yo, Apollo Cruz cut a fucking dope promo. Um, before his match with Nakamura. 
Um, you know, and uh, he he goes like, big. Like, he wants an IC title match. He goes, how dare Biggie speak to me the way that he spoke to me? I'm I'm from Ni- I'm Niger. I have I have, my family is Nigerian royalty, and if Biggie spoke to me like over there, like the way he spoke to me last week, we would cut his tongue out. You know what I mean? So like now that he's like in, in a, a kind of acknowledging like, uh, you know the Nigerian royalty, maybe like that's why like he 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 can kind of relate to Roman Reigns, and he's kind of seeing Roman Reigns as fucking view. So maybe he aligns with Roman Reigns eventually. So him and Nakamura have a match. Um, you know, um, hold on one second. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, yeah, they, they had a good match. Nakamura, I, I think he won, not with a roll up. He won with some with, with something. I forget. Let me uh, let me double check how he what won because again it was. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's right here. It's right here. Um, hold on. We're just double checking something. Just double checking. Uh, so what about those J's? No, hold on a second. Just give me one second. Clicking fucking TV reports, man. What the hell? Oh lord. Oh lordy, lordy. Uh, no, 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 Jesus Christ, I'm clicking the wrong links. I, 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 I just needed a simple way to fucking how. how I just needed a simple way. But no, but Apollo Crews came down, and Big E was uh, doing commentary. I guess it's going to be a common thing now where he brings a sofa with him. They have it set up, which is kind of cool. He, you know, again, I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing Big E to Ric Flair or whatever and all that. I'm just saying that when you do like these fancy little things for like being near commentary or being by ringside and all that, like it reminds me of when like for a while when Ric Flair during that like Nitro era, 96, 95, 96, that like him and the horsemen would be having a nice dinner, uh, like, like, like a table like by the ringside area and they're, and they're having like, you know, expensive, like expensive fucking dinner and champagne, wine and all that shit. And, like, eventually, like, you know what I mean? It would be getting involved in that kind of way, you know? Uh, hold on. Um, it, guys, this thing is so impossible, especially when I'm on my iPad and there's so many fucking... Like, all I wanted to do is just click the fucking TV reports for one second just to check... One thing out that I that I completely fucking missed, but like you know. Again, this is like welcome to my insanity. Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's what it was. Yeah, jumping after the jumping insecurity from Cruz. 
Nakamura avoids a military press and then threatens the rolling armbar that then transitioned into a pinning situation. Yeah, see, that's how. I, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a Kinshasa that fucking did it, but no, he did it with the. With, with, uh, now it's coming clear to me. So he basically beats Cruz. It wasn't like a really long fucking match. You know what I mean? It wasn't again like again a Cruz is just like now become more of an adult character. Than like just rather than him being a good wrestler and all that, so you know, and during the match he did throw Nakamura onto Biggie, and Biggie is getting a little bit more aggressive, and then after the match, even though Nakamura won, you know, he seems like just like an afterthought because it's like this feud featuring Biggie and Apollo, he attacks Nakamura and he like beats the shit out of him, then he throws him outside and he kind of like beats him up. He goes for the stairs. He has a stare down with Big E. And Big E's like kind of condemning it, telling him to like, you lost. Go away now. You, you know what I mean? Like, and Big E's getting like really, really serious and really annoyed. And like the gra- the gradual fucking annoyance that he's had with Apollo Crews over the last couple of weeks, it's been really, really fucking good. So basically Big E stops Apollo from, not, from, from, from doing what he's doing. He makes the mistake of checking on him, and then, like, Apollo hits him with the stairs, and then he beats him up a little bit, and then, you know, he puts him back in the ring, and he's, like, selling, like, like, uh, like the hurt, the hurting from, from getting hit with this fucking uh, st- steel steps. And then, you know, the referee's telling Apollo to, like, kind of, you know, throw it down, like, you know, put it down, whatever, and Biggie's kind of, like, rolling out of the ring, uh, you know what I mean, to kind of, like, you know, I mean, get away, kind of, in a way. And then Apollo just slams, like, really, like, you know, he, like, like, he basically, like, you know, with full force, slammed the fucking, uh, the steps outside the ring where Big E was. But you don't see the steps actually hit Big E, which actually adds more to the, you know, element of it. You know what I mean? Because then Big E, then you, next time you see Big E, like, on the floor, like, you know, when the cameras go there, he's, like, covering his neck, so he had to be stretched out. You know what I mean? And again, see, I... I, again, I don't know how often they're going to make the IC title feel important, but I feel like the, whenever an IC title feud ha, just goes beyond, it's one thing to have generic defenses and then the, the champion looking strong. Like, I'll settle for that. But what I really do want, I want compelling stories for the Intercontinental title. And I feel like this has like become a personal issue for the title while also making Apollo Crews become like a really, really good heel. You know what I mean? Because now I want to see this match even more now. And I feel like, you know, I, I, I really hope they kind of keep the momentum going with this. You know what I mean? I hope that throughout, throughout the rest of Big E's reign, I, you know what I mean? Like if Apollo beats him and wins the title, then will it, do they stop doing these compelling storylines or we just go back to like when Nakamura had the title and you don't even really remember it? Or, what you know, it just... But I thought the segment was really, really well done. I, I thought it was a top-notch segment. It made Apollo look fucking really, really vicious. I'm also looking forward to him being on Talking Smack today, later on, because I know that Heyman, you know, he's going to be there and Heyman's going to probably congratulate him for doing what he needs to be doing. I wish they would show the Heyman promos a little bit more as well with Apollo Crews. Cause I do think, like, you know, he's being kind of... Uh, you know, put, you know, it's whatever, I don't, like, I, I just think that, like, you know, he's, they've been playing those seeds for a while, and, uh, what else was there, um, 
So I got rid of these. Um, I covered the Seth promo. You know, basically he files an injunction on the WWE. You know, um, I'm just hold on one second. Um, Hold on one second. Where, 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 where do you say? Yeah, you know, the part what was good about the, the Seth Rollins and the thing that I wanted to mention, I forgot it. While Big E's being stretchered out, Seth Rollins comes back and he basically, what I like about him, like he's a selfish, he's a selfish guy. So he's basically making it seem like the pain that he's felt. <coughs> By the WWE universe and uh, the rest of the superstars, like the he goes, he's feeling the same pain that Big E's feeling right now. So he's being condescending, and he kind of uh, you know opens up. He's like he calls it a tragedy. He's basically playing like a, a, again. People always say a male Karen, but like a Karen is over. There's already a male version of Karen before the Karen was was invented. So like, I'm not sure how he can be a male Karen, but he's a, he's acting like one. And he goes, you know, there's a... And he keeps saying, embrace the vision. So that's going to replace for the greater good, you know what I mean? You know, and he, he goes, Cesaro made the moment about himself. And, uh, you know, he says, uh, uh, what do you say, Cesaro? Uh, st he, st he, his intention was to stay behind. So he would disrespect him, you know what I mean? And he goes, and that's what happened to him. Now he's, he, this is what happened when he stands an hour away, you know what I mean? And he wants us to embrace the vision again. It was, it was a pretty good fucking promo, you know? So then I, so then I, I, I kind of forget what, what some, what the specifics were. Cause I feel like I need to kind of give it. So I kind of, I kind of check out to see what it was that was, you know, said, um, properly at least on some level. Uh, Seth, the Seth promo was 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 good. So you know what I mean. Like I mean, I'm 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 all in for this character. I want to see where it goes. I want to see who he's gonna feud with. What kind of more, what kind of asshole things will he do this time? That's different. You know what I mean. Will he fucking like cut off a guy's fucking arm or something like that? Since he took out somebody's eye, I don't know. Maybe like chop off somebody's hand. I don't, what body party gonna put on the line this time? Um, this one, again, this, this this one I don't understand. Okay, listen, I know WWE wants to put a focus on the women's di the tag division now. And again, if, if they're going to put Na uh, Natty and Tamina and actually make a substance a tag team out of this, like, you know what I mean? Like, actually something with substance, or are we going to forget about it in two months? And I'm being generous with two months, you know what I mean? Give it a month or so, or less, where they're not even... Tamina and the daddy are not going to be talking. Daddy's going to be partnered up with somebody else. But they beat fucking Ruby Riot and uh, and and uh, uh, Liv Morgan. Uh, they beat them. And then, you know, Billy Kay celebrating with them, and then, and then, and then Tamina kicks her. So it's, it's like you already ruined the momentum of Riot Squad. Which was, like, you know, the, like, I'm not saying, like, they're, like, lighting the whole world on fire, but I felt like there was, like, at least something when they kind of reunited them, and they're, they're trying to put something with the, like, you know, trying to put some, like, put something substantial with them, 
it just seems like this whole Billy Kane thing has derailed it. And it's like, do you really need Natty and Tamina to fucking be going over them? Like, you know what I mean? Again, if they have plans for, uh, so not Naomi, Natty and, uh, and, and Tamina, if you have actual plans for them, then, like, why, like, you know what I mean? Then that's fine. But it's like, I literally seen, like, them team up, be enemies, and you know what I mean? It just seems like they have nothing to do. That's why I always say that Natty kind of, unfortunately for her, she came at the wrong time in WWE. I thought she should have came, like, maybe during, like, you know, like, the early 2000s, or she should have came, uh, uh, around 2013, 2000, like, 2012, 2013, at least, you know, same with, and same with Tamina, too, by the way, because Tamina came in 2010 to the, like, you know, she debuted on the main roster in 2010, um, where, you know, her and the Usos, uh, beat up the Hart Dynasty with, uh, you know, uh, uh, Harry Smith and, uh, Tyson Kidd, you know, so you just feel like you know, they like they've been on they they've been on like the the main roster for like a decade or so. Like Natty came in like two thousand eight. She's been there for like thirteen years on the main roster at least. But again, I I don't know where this is going. You know, again, if they if they're committing to making a fucking team, then go ahead do it. You know, go ahead do do whatever you need to fucking do. Then we had Bailey's talk show, which you know she, again I I enjoyed this one better. I think it was a little, it was well done more than the other one because the other one was just like an awkward segment between her and Bianca. Really, that it it, it didn't really go anywhere. At least like this one like had, even though I still think it was overproduced with from Nia and Shayna's fucking part. Like you know what I mean? Like it was day and night between what Nia and Shayna were doing. On NXT, and what they were doing on uh, when uh, when they what they were doing on SmackDown, I just thought it, you know what I mean. But Bailey was kind of cool in this segment. She, you know, Nia Paul goes, "Oh, we haven't talked since I beat you guys for the titles." She goes, well, "It's the best thing you ever done because it got rid of Sasha Banks." And then they all started insulting Sasha Banks, and then Reginald interrupted the fucking segment to basically say that like. He's comparing Sasha Banks to a fine wine, and he compares like Shayna and Naya and Naya, uh, to. But I think someone said Shania, which is a pretty good again. J- John Pollock's in shambles because he didn't think about that one. Because again, he was coming up with good puns and all that. I was in the Zoom chat, and I guess somebody may have said Shania, but I, I can't believe like, like no one's thought of that one again. Like like that one was like right on the tip of everyone's fucking nose. Maybe because, like, it's, because, like, it's not, like, because, like, if you combine the names, people would most likely do Shayna, because, you know what I mean, because Shayna Baszler, no one would think to do Shaw, because, you know what I mean, because her name isn't pronounced in that, in that, in that, in that manner, right, the, the, the A is a, is a, uh, let me see, is it long A or is it short A, hold on a second, hold on, let me see something. See, this is what you do when you don't fucking actually know anything anymore. Oh, everything is gone. What a short day.
Yeah, see, see again. So you, yeah, short A is when you do it A when you pronounce it like A. Or I, I think so. And the long A, I mean, listen, I I don't know anything. Just if 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 anyone has any fucking you know help. Or or a eugenist to fucking get rid of me. Just let me fucking know. So then, yeah, so Reginald came out and he's basically prompting them, like, you know, you should defend your titles against her because then you guys would lose to them. So he's, like, kind of, like, you know, playing, you know, like kind of, like, you know, defending Sasha's honor. Sasha comes out and goes, you don't speak for me. But she was still kind of, like, not smitten by him, but, like, she was still being kind of playful. And then she was talking about, like, you know, uh, uh, what, what, what was it? Uh, hold on one second. Just um, trying to remember what she fucking said. Uh, the, the best part about this, Reginald, Bailey, um, Reginald and Sasha, and uh, even Bianca when she came out. I, I love that Bailey, while they're trying to talk, Bailey's like, come through the door. You know what I mean? Because Shayna and uh, Naya came to the door doing their best uh, Say by the Bell impression with Mr. Tuttle and uh, Mr. Belding trying to get through the door and shit like that. You know what I mean? They're doing that shit. But anyway, I thought Bailey was like just kind of being entertained. You know what I mean? Like they, like you didn't even see, like the camera wasn't even on her. You could just kind of just hear in the background. I just thought she was really funny in this segment. You know what I mean? So maybe I was wrong about the whole talk show thing, you know what I mean, because again, they, everyone has one on, on, as a wrestler and all that, so again, maybe I was like, do you really need another fucking talk show where you're not really gonna get much accomplished during it and all that, but I thought this one was, like, pretty fucking good for, for it was better than the last one, I thought, I thought the last one was pretty, pretty awkward, um, you know, and again, um, the, yeah, she, she basically Sasha tell them that they, they, they don't matter and that she runs a division and the entire division revolves around her. And then B, and then Bianca fucking came out and uh she goes uh she she goes uh you know that she's like going to be the star of the division and uh, nothing revolves around her. Like no one no one revolves around her because they all get beat by her. I thought that was a fucking good line. And then Reginald fucking, you know, decides to go well what, what, what and Naya was being really really like confrontational with Reginald which I, I understand like he's being an asshole but the, but like you know how Naya fucking has cringe acting like what, what's your problem bro like you know what I mean she try, tries to act like she's hip and stuff like that so it doesn't come across really really fucking good it, it comes across like like a bad idea of a sitcom essentially like 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 you got the lower the most lower tier writers to produce a fucking sitcom that would be Nia Jax's acting in this segment. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was just really bad. But they basically had a six six person tag match with uh, Reginald, Bianca, and, so, and I, I'm 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 ecstatic right now because I again this is a, my dude fucking Reginald gets another fucking match. Whatever. It was mostly him taking the punishment. You know what I mean? Like like Sasha and fucking Bailey kind of were, and Bianca and them were all in the match. But it was mostly Reginald getting pu- pushed down. He tries to tie up with her, you know, the collar, the, 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 you know, the collar elbow tie up that they normally do, and he got pushed down, whatever. So again, then like it wasn't really that long of a match, and like I, I guess like this is gonna be the match for fucking elimination chamber, because they, I thought Na- I thought Naomi and Lana were getting it, but I guess that's been changed now, so it's become this one, and I guess to either do this. They had uh, 
uh, again, like the Bianca and Sasha beat up on uh, Shayna outside. And then they drop, and then Reginald is being like about to get slammed by Naya, but they drop kick both of them, and then uh, Reginald land on top of her. And, you know, she, she, she did a leg drop too, and she didn't scream my whole. But again, like, you know, she's going to be doing that for like the rest of her life now. Um, but then, anyways, but when uh, Reginald, uh, you know, was drop kicked, when they drop kicked uh, Reginald's back, and, uh, well, while Niall's carrying him, then, you know, he pinned her, essentially. And then, you know, and then, they, you know, I guess it's like... And then, like, the thing is, like, I don't know where this is going with Carmella, because Carmella's pretending, like, she didn't know that this was going on. She's asking where he was, and she, like, scolds him for, like, you know, doing it. And it's kind of like she's, like, it's kind of, they, she goes, if you're too weak to do it, then he goes, like, you know, and if you can't pull, 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 pull it through, then we're going to have to have that talk, whatever, right? So part of me wonders if, like, the the intent was to kind of set fucking Sasha up, but, like, he's actually falling for her and he actually likes her. And this is, like, a wave to them to, like, transition Reginald into being Sasha's fucking person, maybe. You know what I mean? Because then, you know, she she basically didn't like the wine that he brought and then she spit it out and then she threw the rest of the wine on him, you know? So, again, and I really do hope, man, I, I hope I'm not putting anything out there that's, like, I'm just I'm just worried that, like, again, I was worried that Sasha and Naya were going to have a care, like, Sasha and Bianca were going to, um, you know, be another victim to, like, Nia Jackson's injury shit. So I'm, like, really worried that, like, something will fucking happen where, like, Nia will get fucking, you know, careless. And then something happens to one of them. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, nowadays, like, you know, when, when, when I say something systemic is going to happen, it feels like, you know, that it's going to be a, 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 a... Like, I mean, the fact that they're building this up more and more of her doing that to people, it feels like it's going to happen more. And I feel like if she, like, ends up, like, you know, somehow fucking it up for fucking the main event, fucking that matchup, potential matchup, people are not going to fucking really, really forget. Like, people are really going to ask for her firing. So I hope Naya is fucking careful. Because, again, like, I don't know which days she isn't going to be careful and which days it is. Sometimes you're like, okay, well, now she's doing better now, even though she's not that great in the ring. But then every other time, there's, like, like when you least expect it, something really, really bad fucking happens. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm just worried that, like, you know, that someone could have, like, you know, career-ending injury because of it. I'm already nervous because Sasha Banks already did that predictive programming shit where, where like, I think in 2017 or maybe 2018, she teased a retirement. Like, she was going to do a, a you know, a, a, you know, she was going to announce a career-threatening injury, and then she, sp- she kind of, like, spoofed all of us, kind of. Like, she kind of goofed on all of us for falling for it. So part of me is like, was is that predictive programming where like when you put it on a screen, it's eventually going to become a reality kind of in a way. Like I kind of believe in those kind of things. Because again, I see that all the t- Like look at all these fucking people who play characters and then become their characters in real life essentially. You know, like, I don't know. It's, it's, a, whole bunch of, it's a whole bunch of nothing really going on. Uh, what else? The, yeah, so then, yeah, that happened, and then I guess, like, the last, fu- the last thing really was, like, I mean, well, the main event was, but, I mean, I said I already covered that, um, um, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode were on commentary, basically saying, why should uh, Street Profits get another title match, 
they had to let other teams go and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So it seems like a lot of the fucking programs are based off people who don't deserve title matches, but they really want them for some odd reason. And I, I mean, you might as well just give it to them because, I mean, you already, uh, you know, it makes no sense how people get title shots to begin with with how they book fucking certain things. You know, you can literally lose a title the next day and then and then the, and then the, the the day after that you can just fucking just challenge for the world title, you know. But yeah, so Rey Mysterio and Dominic, this match wasn't really, you know. Again, like this was I thought it was gonna be more about like you know Gable getting upset at fucking at Otis and making him look more like a doofus, but like it, the, the the match was a DQ because. Otis wouldn't stop doing whatever he was doing, and it's like he became more vicious, and he became like a fucking heel. Like he's being controlled by Chad Gable, but like now Gable has kind of made him a lot more vicious, and it actually looked impressive when he flew off the fucking uh, the uh, uh, off the fucking top rope and did a fucking splash onto Rey Mysterio. So like you know, what I mean, even though it made no sense how the how the how you know it it went with the the DQ finish. I, I, dude, I was compelled by what, uh, what Otis is doing, actually. Like, I thought, like, you know what I mean? I thought Gable came across a, a lot fucking better. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really, some, some people on Twitter are saying that they should just add Gulak to the fucking group and just try to do catch point. Like, how they're doing in the Indies and all that with, uh, with, Drew, with uh, uh, you know, Drew Gulak and all that. Listen, man, I, I did a lot, a lot of this from the top of my head. Sorry if, like, you know, I haven't slept. And, I'm, I, again, listen, it's more it's more authentic than anything, right? That, like, you know what I mean? Look, what, how, how's he going to flub up a word this time? Which which person is he going to confuse with the other person? You know what I mean? I, I try to, like, you know, I have so many thoughts going on in my fucking head that I, I just don't know, you know? Uh, let me uh do some some wrestling stuff, some wrestling news. I didn't get a fucking cover. Um, when you know, I I go into four one one mania, right? So I guess like time to time they'll recap something that is done on a podcast, and it seems like more and more Kurt Angle has kind of been like talking about Vince McMahon and like you know how the disappointment was from his last run. You know what I mean? And it's like, they always change the narrative when they need to change the narrative. Because, like, you know, like, like I, I could remember, like, a few years ago, like, like maybe, like, a year ago or so. Uh, or maybe, you know, the last year or even, like, shortly after his run. That, like, he was like, yeah, I was happy with that. I was happy with that. No complaints, whatever. And then when they need to, like, I guess when, like, WWE needs to become more of the villains, now people are going to quote-unquote show their true side, even though this could be as much kayfabe, but, like, he was talking about, like, I think, like, a while back about, like, like, how, and again, he has, he has a podcast with Conrad Thompson. It's like, at this point, if you don't have a wrestling podcast with Con- Conrad Thompson, who the fuck are you, and you are a massive piece of shit? Because everyone has a fucking podcast with this fucking guy. But, like, he was talking about, like, how, like, he wished he got the Goldberg run, that, like, the one that Goldberg got, and, like, you know, he, he wasn't really happy with, like, his final match about, like, you know, and again, like, I wasn't really happy with, like, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff, it was cool to see him back, but it felt like they weren't gonna use him properly, and part of me wonders if this is all resurfacing, because maybe he'll get one last shot to do something, you know what I mean, he'll get one last shot to, uh, 
to like maybe get stem cell surgery and then he actually can have a little run in AEW or something like that. Like that would be kind of cool. I don't know. But it feels like the more he's like showing disappointment with his run and all that and how Sting, like it's like how Sting like like towards his debut was all, was already putting out that he wasn't happy with his last match in WWE or like you know, he wasn't happy with the WrestleMania and shit like that. I always thought because WWE, again, 2014, when, like, I thought, like, it was all moving in a positive direction. And I thought, like, WWE was kind of, like, you know, done with like, that old way of thinking and all that. I, I, maybe I'm right in some level, but in, in, in on the surface, it wasn't supposed to be them redeeming themselves. It was supposed to be in the form of another promotion that's doing it, while their promotion is basically morally dying. Even though right now they're making billion-dollar moves and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? But again, like, th- that could go away in an instant. With the, with the slightest scandal, that will go on. You know? Which brings me up to the fucking, again, the, uh, the accumulative fucking shit. This was dismissed in lower courts, as they say, you know. But, like, the, that guy, Constantine Kairos. It, see, again, like, you, you, you want to think that this world is, like, run on gimmick names and all that kind of shit? Like, who... What kind of name is Constantine Kairos? It really does sound like a, a fucking an eighties name, like an eighties territory name, you know, that worked like that worked in the Florida fucking territory or something like that. You know what I mean? Like maybe he would fucking you know team up with Corporal Kirshner, but like yeah, he he was a guy that was doing was a, uh, doing the lawsuits uh for the concussions. And all that, and people were like, well, he's a shyster and all that because some of the people didn't work for the WWE. And, you know, if you if you actually, I mean, yeah, technically some of them didn't. But the thing is, if you actually look at it, like, Vince McMahon owning the whole wrestling world, even if they didn't officially work with him in his promotion, like, he would still have kind of some fucking say and responsibility if... That makes sense on some level, but on, a, on an elite level. But since we, we're not playing by those rules uh, on the surface, it has to look like he's a money chaser as well. But because of him, you wouldn't have found, I mean, we wouldn't have found out about the actually Bizarro thing because that came from that initial lawsuit, which I probably thought was a, t- a tactful thing to like kind of put something out there. But now he's trying to take it to the Supreme Court. And I don't even know, like, you know, I mean, I know that's a big fucking deal, but will the Supreme Court even give a shit about this? Or, you know what I mean? But it just feels like more shit is accumulating with the whole Tom Cole story, the fucking, you know, WWE third-party violations, freezing the the bonuses and the, the, the raises and all that type of shit for the employees. And, like, you know, and then also, like, part of the, like, some of the guys that are involved in the company are, are QAnon people. And, like, their ties to fucking Saudi Arabia and Donald Trump and all that type of shit. It just feels like it's a recipe for fucking disaster. You know, and a lot of the sites that reported this type of shit, like, the, I saw it on 401 Mania. I don't know what the source was. I don't know if it was PY Insider or... Wrestle Inc. I don't know, but you know, go check for check it. But there's a picture of the lawyer Jerry McDevitt, and he really does look like a fucking lawyer that would have represented Boyd Crowder in uh, the show Justified. Like he looks like you know he looks like he's like seen some shit or done some shit. You know what I mean? He kind of like looks like you know. He looks like you remember that, that that show The Critic. I know I'm showing my age right now. The Critic, the cartoon with John Lovitz. 
remember the character, like his, I think his boss, or like one of the guys who has like the the, the mustache, whatever. Like, and he has like a big score, like a, a big like round head. His head is like so fucking big. That's who Jerry McDevitt kind of looks like, in my personal opinion. You know, but I don't know where this lawsuit's going, really, man. I I really don't. I I have no fucking clue. What's going on, you know? Um, but, I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where it goes, you know. Again, most other people will have the specifics. I'm just going with, like, the energy level of where this is all going and what, what, what it could represent symbolically. Because that's, that's my jam. Because, you know, everything is kind of organized in that kind of way. <coughs> Um, and then speaking of like, you know, like, you know, things that are being like symbolic for symbolism, people, Liv Morgan fans are fucking insane. They're mad because Melton mentioned that Liv Morgan is dating Bo Dallas. Now you're going to say, that's our personal life, man. You know, that's what they do, whatever. Okay, fine. I understand if it was like any other regular fucking person, whatever. But because, and I'm not saying that all oh, celebrities don't deserve that, but I think that whenever they put stuff like this out there, it's meant to be out there because it's, again, extension of fucking character of who you're associated with. Because a lot of these people get partnered up with, like, somebody that like, they might, like, maybe they, they love other people as well, but they're going to be business partners, essentially. And, uh, you know what I mean? Because, like, the, the, the Rotunda family are a royal family in wrestling. So being a being tied in with a royal family kind of might like kind of help you, and they're, and they're planning life after wrestling or something like that. But the thing is, what 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 what's, what's even a little bit scary about Bo Dallas is, and I didn't think it was that bad before before all this fucking Trump, all this QAnon shit was happening, whatever, right? You know how like some of these guys might tell the truth about conspiracies. It always felt like Bo Dallas, when he came on Jericho's podcast, he was talking about, like, a lot of fucking conspiracies. It felt like more of a ploy than, like, revealing truth, more to make it look like conspiracies are fucking stupid. And since he hasn't really been seen, I wonder if he's, like, involved in these QAnon things and he's either going to drag Liv Morgan into this as well. You know what I mean? And then because Liv Morgan starts becoming a conspiracy theorist for the right wing kind of, you know, a little bit, that, like, all of her followers, all the blind followers are going to fucking start being, like, Sandy, Sandy, Sandy Hook truthers. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of them, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I don't know where it's going, but the fact that that was put out there, and now everyone's acting like, like, you know, like, oh my god, this is some, this is some ultimate sham, you know, leave them alone. It's always funny that they, like, they have these moral high ground for, like, for like, oh my god, privacy of dating, but then they, they, they're also like, making constant jokes whenever like, nudes get leaked and all that kind of shit, which are also another initiations. You know what I mean? So it, it just gets really, really fucking annoying with like, how some of these fucking stands act over it. Like, who, like, who, like, like, like do, do you, who gives a shit who she's dating? Who gives a shit? Just analyze it like a fucking wrestling storyline like I do and grow up, why don't you, you know? No, I'm just, I don't know. You know. But I just thought that was interesting. And she, I mean, they, they've been partnering, the Illuminati, the wrestling Illuminati have been partnering her up with, like, a lot of people. Like, I think she was dating Enzo Amore for a bit. I think Enzo even, like, did a diss song towards her. 
But, like, you know what I mean? She knows how to, I mean, listen, as far as I know, Bo Dallas seems like a good guy. I don't know. I'm just assuming that because because he came out with the, with the conspiracies, like, a few years ago, part of me wonders if, like, like he's in into the wrong conspiracies where, like, like if he's not if he if he's not calling out Vince McMahon for his role in some of this conspiracy shit, then like you can tell when someone's a phony a little bit with, with what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like the limited narratives, they'll put out Sandy Hook, they'll put out like lizard people, but they won't ever question nine eleven. So that's already suspect to me. You know what I mean? But we'll see where this fucking goes. Cause again, it's this is probably gonna create a lot of discourse somehow. You know what I mean? Everyone's gonna be you know in, invested into like people's relationships and all that. But the people that are getting mad, what are you talking about celebrities' lives for? How about you shut the fuck up because it's it's put out there because it's supposed to be put out there. Like, stop, stop pretending like you have a... More, like, like there's, there's a woman that, like, loves Chris Brown and she's, like, talking like, to everyone else like we're all fucking losers. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up, like, you know what I mean? And if you like Chris Brown's music, that's fine, but don't act like you're, like, in, in, in a, uh, uh, you're, like, levitating, uh, like, above the rest of us. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, like, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of these fucking, like, you know what I mean? And then, and then and when you call them out of the bullshit, they're like, oh, you don't get laid, you don't get laid. It's like, just because you're being fucking compromised behind the scenes by fucking wrestlers who look at you like nothing but fucking eye candy and, 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 and a fucking sex toy, whatever... Guy or girl, whatever it doesn't matter. Like a, a, a lot of these employed fanboys are getting compromised behind the scenes, they're getting turned out and shit like that. And they and they think that they can be elitist toward other fucking people because you're getting laid. It, 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 trust me, you don't actually believe getting laid is this big, uh, you know, this big fucking deal for you because if you need to keep using it in you know as as like a, a defense mechanism, then like you you might be a piece of shit. Like you really might be one. Like, I, I, I don't give a shit how many you get laid. You're still online. You're still diving into drama. You're a, a lot of you are fucking stan accounts. Like, 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 like literally, like, like stan accounts. Like, your, your job is to fucking pretend that you're fucking interested in every fucking, uh, every fucking thing this person does. When, you know what I mean? And I've been there before. I, you know, I, I, I've been a fucking stan account without even realizing it. Trust me, in the end, like, the, 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 you guys get screwed. Because, again, these people don't respect the stand accounts because they know, like, they don't respect people that fucking, fucking just keep, like, blindly defending everything they fucking say. Like, they, they, they really have, have, like, you know, they're like, okay, these guys are useful idiots for us. That's what it is. Even the people that pretend like they're above being a stand account, they're, they're all stand accounts, man. They're all fucking stand accounts. How about fucking uh, the, the whole Sammy Guevara thing was like blown out of proportion. You know, again, like he, the biggest thing, like he wanted the X Division title to fucking, you know, and not lose it to anybody. It feels like this was purposely done to rile all of us up for something. And, you know, what I mean, maybe it'll end up being true or something like that. But apparently that wasn't the issue. They, they, he didn't want fucking to do tag matches. He wanted to do more single matches and be in the X Division thing, whatever. I think that's kind of what it is. I think they're trying to make it a real, a real life storyline where like, you know what I mean? Because like Nick Aldis got involved about how the AEW people have this snootiness about them and, you know, and, 
and that, like, you know, they haven't really been respectful or something like that. So, like, this guy wouldn't be trying to kill the NWA's association. Maybe, like, that might happen in quote-unquote real life um, just to sell a story. But ultimately, you're going to see Nick Aldis in in, uh, in some of these promotions. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up to AEW or Impact on some level. And I, I, I love uh, Nick Aldis. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he's not, like, the, 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 like his wrestling skills, like, not, like, what you what you expect from today's, from, um, like, it would be what you expect considering what you're watching from today's wrestlers. But, like, the thing is, is, like, he's, like, an old-school fucking guy. Like, his promos, his, like, the way he carries himself, it, like, it has, like, an 80s NWA feel to it. And I, I, I really, really dig that. You know, and again, like you can kind of put him down because he didn't sign with WWE and all that kind of shit. He has issues with them. You know what I mean? So again, like of course, when you when you when you have issues with WWE, you're to a certain section of fans online, you might be credible or you might be fucking like you know hated on for for it because oh you didn't sign your soul, uh you you didn't sell your soul to the fucking devil like Vince McMahon to like you know kind of you know because these other guys would just do it in a heartbeat because they want to get put on so badly. Uh, that's, you know... But yeah, so, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with the Sammy Gover- I mean, even on his vlog, he was kind of mocking, oh, you read on the internet, so it must be true kind of deals, you know what I mean? And and, and, by, and by the way, what they're called, you know, what they just did an interview on, like, uh, on, uh, on Observer, on The Observer... And he was talking about, like, how he had ideas for matches, which is, like, you know, his Hell in a Cell match with, with Seth Rollins and all that kind of shit. And he wanted to cut the ring open. They cut, like, you know, how he, how they, they do it all the time now? And Vince McMahon was like, well, I don't think people would get it or something like that. But then, like, now with Gargano and Ciampa, they did that. Part of me always thinks that these stories are, like, kind of made out made up to make it seem like Vince McMahon out of touch. But it's like, even though Vince McMahon is like the evil bastard that everyone says he is, that like they have to do it in a way where like he's completely clueless. So it feels like one of these stories that like maybe might not be true, but like, but like, you know, or maybe he put Moxley through that on purpose just to kind of like shut down his idea or something like that. But there's no way Vince McMahon doesn't know what fucking taking a taking like like how date like like the danger level of presentation when you're doing the whole cutting the ring apart kind of thing, you know. But 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 Moxie was saying something like you know like you know that's why he, when he does these matches that are promoted like you know the the san- unsanctioned match and now this one because you either fucking let me go full tilt or don't do this at all because I'm not gonna make promises to the people about something, um, and then not deliver on it, you know what I mean, so I, I'm, again, man, I'm looking forward to this, and again, because, like, you know, again, Moxley has built credibility with, uh, with, with his fan base, that, like, you kind of buy into what he's saying, like, I can watch Moxley's promos and study that shit, because the way he talks, especially since he's gone to AEW, man, I really think his promos have really, really been good. I have all the mid home runs completely, probably not, but I'd say fucking nine nine point five out of ten. He's fucking nailed every fucking promo that's made me fucking want to go and watch the fucking fight. You know what I mean? He's that fucking good. 
And I, I feel fucking uh, vindicated because people would laugh at me for saying that Dean Ambrose is the fucking guy when he was with the Shield over Roman or Seth Rollins. Even though I said Seth Rollins was like the best worker out of the out of the guy, like he could be like the Jeff Hardy kind of person, right? I just said that Dean Ambrose just on, on Mike skills alone will be able to like, you know, put asses into seats essentially. I mean, but not that anyone's putting asses in these seats now, right now. You know, it's a, a fucking pandemic going on. But you know, I I thought I thought Moxley, you know. You know, again, I, I, I always enjoy hearing what he has to say, you know what I mean? Because I always feel like he actually has a genuine connection to the fans. Like, you know, he actually, like, doesn't look down on his fans and all that kind of shit. Like, he actually, like, maybe he hates us deep down. Yeah, so, like, maybe he just fucking, you know, maybe he really does hate us and he thinks we're fucking marks. I don't know. But it seems like, you know, he seems like a more genuine guy, more authentic. Him and Renee seem like fucking cool people that you'd want to, like, hang out with and shoot the shit with. You know what I mean? They seem like cool people. So, I, I don't know, you know, with, 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 with how this match is going to fucking play out. And then uh, the other thing was, AEW's highest quarter was the women's match, right? The Thunder Rosa and Serena D, uh, Rio and Th- uh, Rio and uh, Serena Deeb match. The reason why I mentioned Thunder Rosa just now is because there's supposed to be two semifinals next week, right? Two. Uh, is it two semifinals? I know Thunder Rosa versus. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Rio is supposed to, uh... Yeah, but the thing is, like, so... So the one match, like, Nyla, Nyla Rose versus, uh... Uh, who Nyla Rose supposed to be facing, man? Who's she supposed to be facing again? Hold on a sec. So this is what fucking confuses me, man. Let me, let me see. Basically, the Thunder Rose on Rio match... Isn't happening next. Isn't happening next week. It's happening like uh, it's happening on the fucking Bleacher Report. And again, it's like why do you, like why do you make it so difficult to follow your women's division? It's like you you give us like again you you couldn't even put it on your fucking Tuesday show Dark just to fucking like maybe add something interesting to Dark a little bit and you or you make a fucking new YouTube show to do it on Mondays and then you put something on the Bleacher fucking report and it's like you're like literally trying to piss people off on purpose and then when they complain you can go oh all these people fucking complain how about you just book your fucking women's division and show it some respect how about stop being fucking shitty, shitty assholes who don't know who who are just trying to fucking you know get the fans all riled up for it? Why don't you just why don't you just fucking just do it? Instead, they just do the AEW does this thing where they they purposely book stuff on book some something that might be stupid, so they go oh look we learned our lesson we're, we're no you motherfuckers know what you're doing from the beginning just do the fucking good job I don't understand. Like, why is there a fucking issue with placement of the fucking, of the card? Like, even with a fucking tournament, you guys just fucking fuck it up. You fuck up any internet. And that's why people are signing with WWE. They're not signing with AEW. Maybe if you guys fucking actually, you know, we, we don't need to see fucking Jack H- Jake Hager in like 80 main events. 
throughout the like we don't need to see Serpentico and Luther in a fucking main event. Like you know what I mean? You could put the women's fucking division in a, in a fucking main event. Like you put so many like I don't need to see like like a bunch of Dustin matches. Like was there a point of Luther versus? Orange Cassidy weren't doing anything. Was there uh, like the, the amount the amount of fucking stupid time you put over the mural the mural and Chuck the Chucky T angle and the mural and Kip Sabian wedding angle that went completely nowhere? You could have built up an actual women's division, but you did fucking just stupidness with it because Tony Khan has to be this goofball. Shut up! Stop it! Holy shit, it fucking annoys the living shit out of me. Holy shit. It's just, it's just so fucking annoying, man. Just And again, you can't criticize AEW. Oh, they've only been on for over a year. What do you expect, man? No, it's like over a year, you can kind of uh, gather what a good woman's division is. You can kind of show it kind of some respect and kind of put it in a fucking concise, put it in a concise fucking manner. Holy man, like, I, I don't know, man, whatever. You know what, do, do whatever the fuck you want. Man, man, no wonder everyone, you know, no, I'm, you know what, Taya Valkyrie dodged a fucking bullet by not signing there. Because, like, they really don't fucking give a shit about the division. They really don't. You have one good match once every fucking blue moon. You do some character work. You know what I mean? You've barely seen Jade, who's supposed to be in this fucking match. Where's Red Velvet? Like, you just, it's so fucking stupid. It, it just, it's so frustrating, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And they're going to keep doing stupid shit like this. Did you really need Brandy and fucking Cody to do a fucking, uh, uh, you know, uh, a gender reveal fucking party? Like, holy fucking crap. Well, anyways, let's, uh, let's go to the card of uh, Elimination Chamber. By uh, by the way, I mean listen. Right now, I'm going off on 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 these guys, but right now, some of the matches that are fucking signed for, uh, I don't know how, how, who's gonna be added to this, but the matches for Revolution do look fucking good. Like you know what I mean? Like uh, like they're gonna be, uh, uh, I mean Hakiro Shida versus the AEW Women's World Eliminator tur- Tournament winner. So you know what I mean? I, I mean whoever the fuck it is. If you can even watch it on television. I'm assuming it will be Britt Baker. I'm hoping, you know. Maybe they give her the title now, you know. Then you got Team Taz versus Brian Cage. Brian Cage and Ricky Stark versus uh, Darby Allin and Sting. Which I'm curious to see. You got Adam Page versus Matt Hardy for that, you know, storyline. You, know, you know, again, you know, whatever. You got Young Bucks... Against the inner circle Jericho and MJF. You and again th- th- this one there's like uh two I think there's uh three people to be determined. Right right now they have three people in the match itself. Um Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, and Penta L Zero um for the face of the revolution ladder match where the winner receives a future TNT title. And you know what I mean, and then on 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 next week's dynamite, it's gonna be Archer and Ray Phoenix to determine one on the spot, with two more spots, um, you know, to be determined. Kenny Omega and John Moxley. Listen, 
you could just leave the, these six matches you could just have, right? Just make make the Mega and Moxley one, like, almost, like, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes or so. You know, make the ladder match a little bit longer. Um, you know, the Bucks in the Inner Circle one could be going... You don't need to add, add any more fucking matches to this pay-per-view. You really don't. Just, like, leave it. Just, you know, leave it right now, you know? Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh. Yeah, now that we're going to face Tay Conte, I forgot. And then, uh, you know. So, like, on, on Monday, you're going to see Yuko's, uh, Yuka Sakazaki versus Emi Sakura. Ryo Mizunami versus Aja Khan. And you, then you're going to see Britt Baker versus Anna Jay. And uh, Taya Conti and Nala Rose. So you're going to see those matches, right? Like like, like the Taya Conti and Nala Rose and Britt Baker and Anna Jay are still the first round matches. This one's are the, you know, already the quarterfinals. The first round. The Japanese are the quarterfinals. And then, and then, and then on a... On a uh, then like next week was supposed to be the match. What next week was supposed to be uh, both Thunder Rose, both Thunder Rose on Rio, uh, and the winner of Nyla, I'm gonna assume it's gonna be Nyla Rose, and uh, um, Britt Baker maybe, but I but Ty Conti has been fucking you know, uh, she's been improving a lot so maybe they'll give it to her because they haven't really been focusing on Nyla Rose too off too much really right now. You know what I mean, and then and then I guess the Thunder Rose on Rio is gonna happen on February twenty eighth on Bleacher Report. You know, it's just it's so fucking stupid, man. Semifinals right here. Hold on. Uh... I don't know. It's just so stupid. I again, either way, the final's gonna happen on you know whatever. The final's gonna happen on March third. No, let, let me go over the elimination chamber fucking card, and do my fucking you know my 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 best guesses. I don't even really care about how you know. So we got Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Sasha and Bianca Belair. I'm going to say uh, WWE will book it, Nia and Shayna. Because again, if you have Sasha and fucking uh, Bianca winning it, you know, more tag teams that don't get along, more tag teams that don't get along bullshit. You know what I mean? You might as well have Nia and Shayna do it because they should be losing it to fucking Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, I think that uh, you should fucking have them. You know what I mean? You 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 already have a built-in story that tied in. You know the old shit back. I thought that was well done. So I do think Nia and Shayna are gonna win the fucking match, and I I, I you know I I think WWE will go that route as well. Now, uh, Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee and Riddle. See, I think I don't even know if Keith Lee is gonna be there, but I could be wrong completely. And I'm not, if I choose Keith Lee to win, then you know I'll, I'll say you know uh, 
I'll say that, you know, uh, that Keith Lee will fucking win if he's there. But, like, you know, WWE will probably choose Riddle anyways, because, you know, that's how it's going to be. Let's make, it, let's make it interesting, I guess. Um, the, 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 the Raw Elimination Chamber match, Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston. I still say Drew McIntyre is going to retain. I could see WWE kind of doing uh, Sheamus, maybe where Sheamus gets a title for the month. And then he loses that fast lane or something like that. But I wouldn't do that. So I'll say Drew McIntyre. I'll say WWE does Sheamus. And by the way, does you know? I'll make a prediction that Ali, you know, cost Kofi Kingston the match. The thing is, if Ali cost Kofi Kingston the match, and somebody else goes in, maybe that fucking winner. I don't know, man. Maybe that guy will win the fucking championship. I don't know. But I don't think Kofi Kingston is going to be in the match. But that won't count as a score. But, I mean, maybe a bonus. I don't know. Who gives a shit? And I'm going to say Cesaro is going to win the men's elimination chamber match. And then Roman Reigns will fucking win that one. You know what I mean? I think Roman Reigns will will will, will beat the winner up. Whoever the winner is, Roman Reigns is going to win. So I'll say Cesaro... And I'll say WWE will probably choose Kevin Owens, maybe. They'll probably go the safe route. But, you know what I mean? But I'll say Cesaro. And then I'll say Roman Reigns. And I think WWE will do Roman Reigns as the winner, too. So, I mean, that's what it is. So, let, let, let me mark that fucking down. Let me mark that all down. Let, let me mark this all down. Hold on. So, uh, So, I go... Naya, Shayna, Naya, Shayna for me. I mean, I could do, I could do this offline, but you know what? You, you you guys might as well. You you guys are invading my privacy anyways. You might as well be in my fucking head for this right now. So then I said, uh, you know, I said Keith Lee. I hope Keith Lee wins. If he's there. But I'm sure like WWE will chose Riddle. If Keith Lee isn't there. So I'll say WWE will do that. And who else did I choose? Hold on. Uh, hold on. Um, the, 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 the men's elimination chamber, the, the, I said Drew, I said, uh, should I just choose the mystery, if I choose Kofi's spot, whether it's a mystery spot or whatever, cause I'm thinking maybe people keep name dropping Brock Lesnar, so some people think that Brock Lesnar might show up for this, but we don't fucking know really, you know what I mean, I hope that's not true, I don't know, alright, I'll, you know what, I'll just say Sheamus, alright, for WWE still, okay? And uh I'll say I'll say Drew's gonna win it. You know, he just retained it. And then I'll say uh WWE will chose Owens because they want to extend this more and more. I'll say I'll say Cesaro's gonna win. And then both me and WWE would probably be on the same wavelength about Reigns winning. You know, I, I could just go and make friends instead of, like, doing, like, a gimmick of how to do predictions of, like, WWE booking and how I would book it, kind of, you know. But 
I'm trying try, try to, try to dazzle you all with little gimmicks that are not going to be working anyways. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Anyways, uh, take it easy, guys. Peace out. Anything else I had to talk about? No, yeah. No, you know what? Fuck it. Hey, I, I, maybe I'll come back for a Periscope session for a bonus episode, all right? Anyways, uh, thank you for joining me and uh, putting putting up with my fucking raspy voice and me miss me not even speaking the English fucking language at all because I'm just so fucking stupid. I just I think from the top of my head and then I just kind of go, okay, this word would go with this word. Does this word even exist? No, I don't think so. I just gotta say either way, no one's you know maybe again I gotta keep saying no one's listening, but you know. I mean, they're always listening in other ways, but not on the podcast level where you can acknowledge what I'm gonna fucking say. You know, I'm I'm pretty much a dumb fucking idiot. That's all you gotta. That's all you gotta. It's all you gotta know. But who made Steve Gutenberg a star? You know. Uh, anyways, uh, take it easy.